Hey, welcome to another episode of Tell Em JJ Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny B, with... Jonah T. <laughs> and I'm and I'm happy to be here, Johnny B. Thank yes. you for inviting me onto your podcast you as a guest. Up, you always slip up on the name. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is episode six. And uh, yeah, all is well in the neighborhood. Jonah, how the heck are you? I was pretty good until I looked over to my left and saw that audacity was peaking when I'm talking. So I, <laughs> I thought I sorted that out. Uh, hold on a second. Well, you know what it was? It might it might have been um, recording your claps, and it never went back. No, down. no, no, no. I, I saw the claps go by, but now when I'm talking, it's the lines are pretty big. At this moment in time, are you peaking? Yeah, At you this, move that back a little bit. You'll be fine. Yeah. Okay, I think that's better. <laughs> so how you doing? Uh, I could use a nap. <laughs> Me too. But other than that, I'm I'm doing all right. Not too bad. I uh, caught up on, well, I shouldn't say I caught up, but I've been watching two shows that I've been having a lot of fun with, so I'm pretty, pretty excited to talk about those, if you've seen the other one that I'm going to talk about. I might have. You see, I've seen things in my life. <laughs> I've seen uh, things. I've, I, seen I've also I've seen those moving pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen the, the talkies. <laughs> those talkies. I, uh, I saw, I I also watched two shows this week. It was, uh, God, I finished Winter Soldier and Falcon. Nice. I I finished that. And I'm on episode eight of Harley, uh, the Harley Quinn show. Yeah, okay. And I I like it. I like it quite a bit. Oh, they said you don't like it. (laughs) No, I like it. I'm on episode eight. Yeah. I think that was the, I just finished the episode where, where they release, uh, the queen of, queen of fables or something from prison. Right. Yeah, the crazy lady. Um, yeah, and uh, that was a funny episode. Yeah, I, I like that show. Like I said, it took me... I mean, were, were you hooked from the first episode? Because for me, I was, no, a, yeah, I was a little thrown off because I, I thought it was going to be one of those shows that's not like continuous, but just like individual episodes at first. And I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Because it was like... It's like a hard mature... Or not hard mature, but it's a mature um, Batman show. Based, well, it's focused on Harley Quinn, but Batman's in it, so... It kind of threw me off for a sec. Well, for me, I knew it was going to be kind of like a mature show. Like I've always, I've always known what the kind of, what kind of show it was. It was a, uh, and I, but the one thing that really surprised me was how silly they made Batman and, you know, and also, uh, detective Gordon, (laughs) they made made them really silly. (laughs) Well, what's funny is Batman, Batman's still Batman. Gordon, I don't know what yeah. the hell they there is up with Gordon. Like that was throwing me off. Like I would say maybe I'm not used to that, but by the, by the time because I'm in season two, and uh, it's coming together for me. Like he doesn't bother me anymore. The uh, my favorite character is how they ha- or thing is uh, Clayface and Bane. I love I love the way that they they joke of Bane's voice from yeah uh, I the dark I thought Knight they were Rises. gonna. Yeah, I thought they were gonna try to ref- I was they were gonna do more references to that, but I, I as soon as he started talking, I was like, Are they are they doing the, the Tom Hardy thing? Yeah. <laughs> but uh I did like them also. My favorite character I think is King Shark. Uh when oh, King Shark cool. showed up and yeah. Yeah, he he's 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 funny. But also one thing that I that like uh I was a little confused about was, you know, in the fir- in his first episode that he showed up, uh he he we find out that he's not good with blood and he goes crazy. But like in the like a neck the next episode I think or maybe the ne- like two episodes later, he like bites a guy's head off and he's just like normal. <laughs> like <Yeah>. what? <laughs> it, it must, you, are, maybe it has something to do with the mixture of being in water at the time. 
Maybe. But I was like, come maybe, on. Or that's... he just, or he got sorted out. Maybe he sorted that out. And he's like, oh, okay. Because maybe, maybe it was one of those things where he hasn't had a meal like that in a while or the impulse to bite. And then, then he does. Or no, and he's fine. Or maybe now, he, now that he's part of the gang, he has a place where he can belong. That's right. And that's keeping him grounded. That's right. It's, he, he's got, he's got friends now. <laughs> I also, I also like the episode when, when he's in prison. Yeah. And he and and uh, he he starts yelling at all the prisoners because they called somebody fish. That's yeah. <laughs> that was the funniest shit. It does like even where you're at now, it gets better. Um, yeah, because the episode with that that lady, the uh, fairy tale lady, whatever her name was, um, it's uh, it gets better from there too. It, it's really it's a it's a solid season, and uh, season two is um, fun as well. So, and uh, did you? Did they introduce Clayface to to you yet? Uh, yeah, Clayface was like episode two or three. I, I don't I was remember. Say yet. he was in there pretty early. Yeah, but, but he's just funny. He's just the way the way they make fun of the characters is funny as hell. With the way he's uh, like trying <laughs> to act, but it's like overacting <laughs> everything. Yeah, it's just funny. Yeah, that was I funny. Think that show just reminds me of like the way you would like make. Like a voiceover or something like that. Like if those were normal speaking characters, I feel like if you were to do a parody, you would probably do something funny like that. I don't know. That's why I thought of <laughs> yeah, you definitely. right away. I was like, so, this is this has to be up Jonah's alley. The this show. It, it just it's just funny. It's just it just reminds me of like your your comedy in a way. Yeah, and I and I and it really, and I did like get into it like in the first episode. I it wasn't. It, it was very funny, and I and I'm gonna finish the whole thing. So yeah, uh, I'm glad I started it. And actually, one of the reasons I started it, including your recommendation, was I was like, you know, I'm not sure if I'm gonna keep subscribing to HBO Max because you know, yeah, all these subscriptions are gonna keep adding up. Uh, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, HBO Max is probably the best one, but it's like fifteen dollars is steep. It is monthly. steep. It's yeah, it's it's the price of Netflix, um, or is Netflix more now? I have no idea. I, uh, they just keep I, taking I my remember. money and I just <laughs> yeah. I just cry a little bit but that was the same thing with HBO Max because I, I really wanted the only reason I signed up because um, I think it was a it was on like a, some tri- trial or something at first but I, I know I really wanted to see uh, Kong, Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong and then they announced Mortal Kombat and I was like oh shit alright I'm definitely definitely going to get this just to check it out and then I was like once, once Mortal Kombat's over I'll, I'll cancel it but I still got it because it's just, I want to watch Harley Quinn, and like you said, uh, there's a lot of good content on there, and like movie-wise, they they always they pick good ones. The only thing that, like, and I was saying before in uh, the other podcast is I do not like how most of those movies and stuff like that get swapped out monthly. Uh, the main shows yeah. don't, but there was a few out there that I was looking forward to see. But it's one of those things where it's like you see it and you're like, oh, I want to save that for later, and then. They take it away, so you're like, ah, damn. But. That's that's probably why they have so many good good shows and movies is because when in order to license those stuff to put on their platform, they probably have to pay a lot of money for a specific period of time. But if it's a shorter period of time, they can make they can actually keep like uh, getting the getting that for uh, getting that for cheaper, I guess. You know, yeah. yeah so I guess. I guess it's more feasible for them, and they can and and Netflix. Just gets whatever they can find in like behind the couch uh, <laughs> yeah. for their show. And I don't want to insult. I don't want to insult shows on Netflix. A lot of them 
can be experimental and stuff, but a lot of them are shovelware, you know, using a game term. A yeah, lot of I them mean, are shovelware. I mean, Netflix, I haven't, like I said, the last thing I saw on Netflix that was Netflix specific was Castlevania, which they're coming out with the final season. And I'm not, uh, and I'm not talking about like those, the big Netflix stuff. I mean, just what, what you find on Netflix uh, after you've seen all the big stuff that you can watch, you know, right. like, uh, if you've seen uh, Santa Clara to Die, you've seen Castlevania, you've seen the uh, Hush, and you're like, what can I watch while I'm eating my dinner or something, or what can I just watch to cool to to relax and cool down? I don't know what's this. And thing after here? watching all of those, they they recommend Cupcake Wars, and you're like, no, yeah. I don't want I don't want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or or they recommend like I remember I, I tried to watch something and it, and it seemed like a student film, and I'm just like. Like it was, it was a uh, very poor. I was. It it was probably it's it's probably entertaining if you watch it while you're if you're expecting a student film, but when I was watching it, I'm just like, this isn't a movie, <laughs> and I'm like, sure they're they're probably excited to to get it, to get onto Netflix, but uh, I was like, uh, it was it was just strange to, to go from like watching uh, an actual movie, like a big a movie blockbuster. Uh, over to this guy in, in I don't know what in, was like it? his dorm room what was the movie I don't remember what it was called I don't remember what it was called was it called a man in his dorm room <laughs> I mean <laughs> maybe <laughs> that I mean maybe. I think he met your expectations <laughs> <laughs> that's true well a lot of them a lot of a lot of them like sound the description sounds kind of interesting uh, and maybe it'll be interesting if you watch it but I just didn't want to give I only have so much time to watch things you know so yeah. I don't want to no, so I hear you. I, I I need to know what I'm expect what to uh, what to expect when I'm watching it, and I don't want to like talk down to uh, experimental amateur films like us. Just like I do, don't the thing, the exactly. We do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I um, hear you. Um, I mean, if it's a decent watch, I'll watch it. But um, yeah, yeah. But like you said, you're expecting to watch one thing and then you get another thing. I really even ha- haven't browsed the Netflix selection in a while. Um, my wife, I like I said, Netflix it's funny because my wife usually ends up, or I should say Steph, because you know her, but the people that yeah. don't, my wife, <laughs> she, um, she usually watches that and on and off for Cupcake Wars or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, but you, but now she's actually hooked to, uh, Discovery Plus, uh, which, uh, which is like the Discovery Channel and it's got like the Food Network and stuff on it and all. Or travel channel. I don't know. It's got food shows on it. Um, show about uh, rescue dog rescues and stuff like that. So that's cool. But I'm more into movies and I um, I and a few shows. But shows have to really. I don't know. If, they have- if it's recommended, I'll I'll give it a try. But it really has to get me off the off like from the start to like yeah. keep my interest uh, which I mean I don't know if, you, if you've seen this but on Amazon Prime now switching over I've been watching the show Invincible have you seen that? Uh, I've yeah I've seen, well I haven't finished the first season I've seen like three episodes I think oh man I like that yeah dude, how, very good when did you start watching it? Uh, when it first came out I started uh, watching dude, it dude how could you yeah, stop so I watching stopped that? Wa- no so what, what, I, what my plan was I want to stop until they finish the season then binge it and then, oh. I, then I just forgot. Oh, so they were releasing it 
They were releasing it uh, oh. weekly. Because I, I, I literally just watched it, like, in three days, just now, this past weekend. Yeah. Like, I was hooked. It was like Breaking Bad hooked. I don't know why. I just, I was like. No, it was very good. I was like, let me just check, good. I was like, let me just check this out. Because I heard good things, and I, I just, like, I watched the first episode, I was like, okay. And then I just, you know, it just, it, it hooked me. It hooked me, and I was like, oh, man. Dude, you, you know, gotta watch uh, that. What is, finish you it. Know, <laughs> When when we were when, during one of our first episodes of this podcast, I was actually gonna bring up Invincible because I was I watched that like uh one of I watched those episodes at that time, mm. and and it just like I, I it just didn't come up because <laughs> yeah. we were talking about other stuff. No, I'm just, glad you uh, didn't because I, I literally just like I said watched it in like three days, yeah. like Saturday. Yeah, so. I was like, I was uh up like way past the time I usually go to sleep. And I was like, do I do I watch the like I didn't know if it was the last episode or not because I wasn't trying to look it up because I know it'd be spoiled, and uh, I was like, oh man, I gotta watch it. But I was like, no, I can't. I gotta go to sleep. And then the next day I watched it. And it happened to be the last episode. But I was like, oh man, damn, I haven't felt that since Breaking Bad. Like I was mentioning yeah, in the podcast, yeah. you just like you're up like way past as late as you should be, and you're like, do I watch the next one? Do I watch another one? But I was uh, it was. It was very good storytelling in that show, and I mean, you could you, for me it was easy because I was able to binge watch it, so I couldn't nitpick each episode. I just wanted to like hit play for the next, like one episode might be like, oh, all right, not a lot happening or whatever, but then it went right to the next episode. So, um, but that was like me with um, no, I was gonna say Castlevania, but uh, my problem with that was there was such a huge gap in between season two and three. That I just like, it got lost lost in the void, and then I didn't I didn't watch season three till like maybe last month, and I was like, oh, sweet, this uh, show's yeah. still here. Honestly, if I because I haven't finished Castlevania, I think I actually think I finished season one, but it was so long ago, like so long ago when it first came out. Yeah, uh, that I probably need to watch it over again. I had to, <laughs> so, well, I watched a recap. It was either before the second season or third season. Or I looked on it online because I was lost. I was like, "What the hell is going on? Like, who's who is who? Like, I forgot what whose name was who." And but, I mean, that's the problem with uh, with shows like that. And but I know the, the last season's coming out, and I'm just like not even paying attention to it. I'm just gonna start watching it one day and be like, "Oh, okay, cool." Um, yeah. But uh, uh, also, well, that just reminds me. I think I think Invincible was like made by. Robert Kirkman. Yes. The Walking Dead guy. Yep. So He's not literally you know. a Walking Dead guy. He's the guy that created the Walking Dead. No, he's literally a zombie. <laughs> he does that's really he great do- work. That's, <laughs> that's why he doesn't want people to use the word zombie in the Walking Dead. That's right. Because it's offensive. It's offensive to him. He um no. Yeah, exactly. And uh um, So uh, yeah, I I, re- I was reading about it and uh, someone someone was talking about it in the comics is like I hope he doesn't do what he did in the Walking Dead. Because it just got like convoluted or something. I'd never finished The Walking Dead. Yeah. Or so or kept up. So I don't know how bad it got. See, it my got thing bad, with but... The Walking Dead is I always wanted to get the um, the the big books like the compo- the um. Do they call them the uh, Ambius? Is that what they call them with those? Yeah, I I, I think it's uh it's either Obvious. omnibus or um, <laughs> omnibus or O-book. like compendium or something. Compendium. That's what they call them. Uh, so I wanted I wanted to do that because I um. I didn't want to get any spoilers for the show at the time, but then I, I heard that they're completely different in certain aspects, so I was going to start 
reading up on it. But I kind of wanted to watch the show all the way through and then get a fresh start on the comics. So you're not always like comparing because I, you know, that happens yeah. a lot. And uh, but I just stopped watching the show because it's just one of those things that should have ended already, like somehow, some, some way, or they should have gone somewhere with it because it was always, it was always uh, the same thing, over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden they try to surprise you with taking out a main character or characters, and you're just like, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> it, like it lost its charm after I think uh, Negan showed up and took out a couple after Glenn of, yeah well I wasn't gonna say his name but I mean at this point who if you haven't yeah, seen it I think there's a specific period of time yeah where you shouldn't give spoilers hey and then by after the way that's your the voice fault. the voice of Glenn is the main character in Invincible so there you yes, go. he is it came yes, full circle is. on that one uh but He's yeah very good ever since Glenn died which was really cool actually to, to witness Stephen um, Ewan I think his name is yep yeah he's he's awesome and um, but yeah, and so I lost interest in watching The Walking Dead. So maybe now would be a good time to kind of pick up the comics and kind of read read through those stories. I actually uh, have like a big book. I don't know how many volumes is it, it is, but it came with uh, the collector's edition of The Walking Dead Telltale series on Xbox 360. Oh, okay. But I bought this like a long time ago. <clears throat> Uh, like when it when it first came out, I, I I bought it. Yeah. And I have I have like the big book of, I don't know how many chapters volumes it is, but it's pretty big. Um, it's the biggest it's, book you've ever seen. It's it's so big that it's kind of uncomfortable to hold. <laughs> so <laughs> so I never read it. <laughs> yeah, I think I read it. I think I read it once, but uh, I don't remember. Johnny, you're not selling this thing at all to me. <laughs> no, it's because it. <laughs> I'm not that big into Walking Dead, you know. And I got bored. (laughs) No, I no, I did get bored. (laughs) No, I'm not that big into Walking Dead. I was into the first like two or three seasons of The Walking Dead, but even like when I was like into the third season, it wasn't as big as it used to be. Like my uh, enthusiasm. I mean, it was a huge thing because I didn't see the first season at all, but people wouldn't stop talking about it, and so. The first, uh, when the se- second season was going to air, they, they did a marathon on AMC for the first season. That's when I first saw it, leading up to the, the premiere of the second ep- or the second season. And yeah, I mean, I, I like it was it was everywhere. But I mean, the the whole um, genre kind of died down too. The whole zombie thing, because it was just like thrown in your face everywhere you go. There were zombies everywhere, and. But the problem with the show, too, is it's the same theme, like, you know, it's just constant misery every single season, every single episode, and there's always that one guy that's trying to take over or run a community, and then then they find a way to escape them or kill them or whatever, and then move on to the next thing that ends up being the same story over and over again, and um, so I don't know if that's how the comics go. I mean, I assume that's how the real life zombie apocalypse would end up being you know <laughs> people trying to yeah. take over uh regions and kill each other i mean that's pretty much the truth about the human human uh nature or we just all uh, band, of me- band together enough, and take them all out there's enough assholes where it'll be a problem there's uh, yeah <laughs> like absolutely. the only thing the the only thing stopping them is they don't there's because you know laws some like there's enough there's good people <laughs> That are like, oh, there's no laws. We're still not gonna kill people. <laughs> right. They <laughs> like, always have that bad. one. That but one there's that, rule. <laughs> g- 
Yeah, there's that there's that asshole who's uh in like every every dorm room or something that's like, oh yeah, as soon as there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm taking over the town. And I'm yeah. taking I got a shotgun. But um, you know what? That's that's when you're gonna find out when the people that have that you know that that are mentally sound and aren't but i mean in that situation where people are starting to like eat each other and kill each other yeah i think i think a lot of people are either going to go nuts or we're really going to find out about that those type of people that don't have that off switch you know when you're like thinking about like damn you know you're like you think of something really weird but you have that off switch where it tells you and stops you from doing something crazy yeah. they don't have that so they just do it anyway so i feel like people that are like you know uh that wouldn't go too far would probably go f- really far in a it's more or less like a fight or flight a situation where they just go uh they just go crazy and start trying to kill as many people as they can before they someone kills them and uh yeah well when that day comes everyone that made fun of people with bomb shelters will uh <laughs> will start saying sorry real fast <laughs> yeah i mean I remember I remember I read a story about a guy with that was building a bomb shelter like a couple of years ago, and I was like, this guy spent so much money, so much money building this, and he's probably gonna like he was he was at this point he was already an old guy, and I was oh. like, he's not was this really worth it? Like, sure, it might be helpful if in the case there is a zombie apocalypse or or like a nuclear thing. I don't know, but at that point, you know, too I'd probably bet against it. it. <laughs> But yeah, listen, I, I'd man, bet against get it. Get out of the way. The young people need to live. You gotta go outside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Excuse me, old man. I'm here to give you more milk and supplies. <laughs> yeah. And he comes outside. I'm like, I'm one of the bad guys. <laughs> Excuse Just me, like I'm that. the bad guy. Just like, hey, <laughs> I got, I, I'm one of the bad guys. Chuck, Chuck. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Uh, <laughs> I robbed the Dick Sporting Good. Got a hunting rifle. That's right. No, no bullets. <laughs> But I can throw it at but, uh, you and hit you with it. I'm hoping I don't need it. There you go. But yeah, it's yeah. Uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. But I feel like in the Walking Dead world, that's probably how you see that show is probably how it's going to go. The only complaint I have about that whole thing is I feel like the zombies would be so rotted right now that because everything about your anatomy gets is moved by muscles and everything and once things start deteriorating like a lot of zombies in the show look cool but at the same time you're like there's no way that zombie would be able to move its jaw to bite anybody like or even make a puncture mark because the the, the, the there, there'd be no mus- muscles or anything yeah his jaw I mean, would just be like hanging the whole time so unless he like i don't know if, it's, if scratches do anything but unless you fall into his mouth <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i guess if that I mean, people are dying, like, at all times throughout the show. So they could be more recent deaths. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that's, but that's the, the only at that's the same time. to think is, like, the zombies they see now are, like, the ones that just died, like, a week ago. <laughs> yeah, and at the same time, it's like, it does make more sense to just, through as the seasons go forward, just, like, have more deteriorated zombies than in the first season. You know, I don't know. I don't or know. It's, they I don't just <laughs> get fresher. <laughs> or jeez. Or do like a dead dead island situation when uh when uh there's like different they they mutated into different kinds of zombies. There's a big fat exploding well, zombie. Well, that's what I thought they were gonna end up doing with the show. Like I thought they're gonna start like adding like, you know, 
like a Resident Evil scenario, or like you said, the Dead Island one, or Left for Dead, or any other zombie uh, game or movie yeah. where there's like variations of zombies where, like you said, they have big ones, fast ones, or uh, ones that actually have intelligence. But yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I don't know. Not in real life, Jonah. That'd be scary. No, that'd be dope. That'd be dope as hell. I'd be talking to zombies, asking how his life is. Or, yeah, I mean, or isn't because he's dead. If there was, was like a, if there was like a like a telekinetic zombie that was super smart and he killed me, I wouldn't be mad. Well, like that's maybe that's at the to... time you might be mad, but when you yeah, die, at the time, I'm but pretty sure you'll get after... over it fast. No, afterwards I'd be like, hey, that was actually pretty dope. <laughs> As you're a zombie now, you just fist bump him. You're like, dude, that was cool death. <laughs> can you make? Can I, you I can teach me how to do that? that? <laughs> I want to be a psychic zombie. <laughs> Jonah, we all have dreams. You you hang on to that one. <laughs> I'll hang on to that. Don't ever let go. The, you know that this is the first time I've thought about Dead Island in such a long time. Dead Island was doesn't like, usually come up in conversations. Doesn't often. come up, in, and it's not even a good game. <laughs> sir, it's, what it's would like, you like on your uh, calamari? Did you ever play Dead Island, sir? <laughs> I want you to take that game and get the feeling you got from that and put it in my calamari. <laughs> no, that that game, I it's it holds, it holds a special place in my heart. I don't know why. I only ever played I, it to be honest. I I know um, of it, but I played Left for Dead. And, uh, it's a better. That's a better game than Dead Island. Dead, Dead Island's bad. Yeah, but my uh, my brother liked Left for Dead, so we got that one in the second one because we co-op it with a bunch of other people, and it, it is fun. It's just crazy, it, but that ends up being the same thing over and over again as well. But that's some crazy stuff. Like the witches are nuts. They just scream really loud and come and get you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's ever any real challenge in Dead Island. It's just the same thing. Over and over until the end. Yeah. With increasing number and type of zombies. <laughs> but Dead Island has been dead for a while. And it's not coming they, back. Like they had Dead Island 2 announced for the, when the PS4 first came out, and then it just never came out, and I think it's still in development. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. The, um, so I don't know. Yeah, I think the only... The next zombie-esque game I'm going to play eventually is uh, Resident Evil Village. Once I get a PS5, um, which probably um, I'm actually, won't be till next year sometime. <laughs> I'm actually playing that right now. Oh, I'm really? Just, uh, yeah, I just got it. And uh, how's it going? I, I, Without spoiling, it's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. I, I'm not that far in. I think I just got past like the first scenario. I saw a screen first that said press second start, scenario. and I got too scared and shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the one thing I like about the Dead Island games is they're not very long. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think Dead Island's uh, Bi- Biohazard number seven was only like nine hours or something, t- nine or ten hours, yeah, all the way through. Yep. If you don't do all everything, it oh, felt yeah. right, I would say. Yeah, and Village is probably around the same. So yeah, that's what I hear. I was watch. I saw a, a picture of the different times for each Resident Evil game, and uh, yeah, I was um, surprised to see that they were shorter. But you know that's that's what I like. I can I can do a ten hour game. I I prefer. I wish there were eight. Like I said, a, a good eight hour game, because they can say it's eight, but it's probably gonna take you about ten hours to beat. You know, if you yeah. die and come back and stuff like that. Because I've been trying to uh, time playing some games, but 
uh, on the website. I think it's called um, Time to Beat or something like that. And they'll, they'll, they'll clock it at 16 hours, but it ends up being like a lot longer. Not not the Resident Evil. I'm just saying like a game would be uh, 12 right. or 16 hours, whatever it is. But it always takes you longer because I don't know if they factor in the, the deaths or not or whatever along it takes. But what I do like is it'll tell you like if you just want to breeze through the campaign, you're not doing any side missions, then it's going to be... Uh, this long but if you want to do the extra stuff then it's gonna be like 50 something hours and you're like no i'm, I'm cool i'm cool i just want to i just want to yeah. get through it uh, i just went through a pretty long game uh to get the platinum for persona 5 yeah and i think uh well and this i only, I only play new game plus and i played new the new the first playthrough like three years ago when it first came out mm-hmm. and i just played new game plus because i wanted the trophies and that took me i think uh 40 hours so I was like, I don't want to go through another big game. Uh, so Village is perfect for that if it's short. Yeah, of course. And and there's a lot of games because I like RPGs and stuff. So that means I like a lot of a lot of long games. Yeah. And and actually, I just beat uh, Near Replicant recently, and that was it wasn't even that long for RPG. I think that was uh, uh, I went the I did the platinum, and that was I think twenty hours. Okay. Uh, tw- twenty hours, something like that. And had that feel. Yeah, it, it's pretty long, but it's for an RPG. It's not that long. Yeah, because for me, like, after- like I said, the worst, the worst thing that happens for me is if I start start a game, but then, you know, I say I have a one good day where I can be like, all right, I can put like eight hours or whatever into this game, and you find out you're not even halfway through it, but then I won't get back to it for a couple days. Uh, and then I try to play it again or whatever it is and then uh, this time I only have two hours to play so then I play for two hours and then I can't play it again for another four or five days depending on how crazy things are getting so then I try to go back to the game and like I'm trying to remember what the hell's going on I'm trying to remember the controls because I'm at the stage or uh, I should say that the part of the game where it gets hard and you're trying to re- figure out how to play the game. That's that's not always fun. So you end up dying more yeah. because you're trying to remember the game. And so, you know, I mean, that's my personal problem is just trying to find time to play longer games, um, just with everything I think going on. I think one of the one of the downsides to moving away from the arcade type games that used to come out on like the NES, SNES, the older consoles, is the fact that you kind of do need to be keeping up with playing through it so you don't forget yeah with like like with arcade games it's pretty it's pretty intuitive you can just like load into a level and just start jumping and and punching right yeah you know uh like kirby just just sucks and (laughs) sucks and kills that's what he does that's all he does jumps and sucks (laughs) jumps and sucks (laughs) and and mario mario just jumps and stomps yeah but you know ninja gaiden Cause I could, Go ahead. I I could get into like I said I played Breath of the Wild and that took me a while to beat but like that wasn't that wasn't so crazy like you could take like you can play it and then not play it and then still remember some stuff like I would say um like the shield surfing took me a little bit to kind of master but um I mean really what are you doing you're kind of just target like if you target you can do the backflips and stuff like that use your shields and all that stuff so. That one was uh, fine. You, Mario Odyssey was fine because um, it's, it's Mario. Yeah, it's Mario. <laughs> what are you gonna I mean, do? <laughs> they don't really make it too difficult. They kind of yeah. 
And and usually when you do play a game like that, like you're using the controls that they give you for everything because you're trying to get the stars in, the, in that game. So it's already implanted into you to how to play it perfectly. So when you go back to it, you're like, oh, yeah, this is no problem. Um, yeah, if a game has like uh, its its control scheme is like press square to, to punch, do this, do that, do this. It's fine, but then they have like button combos and combinations to make uh, like moves, and that's that's when it gets difficult. Yeah. Uh, or or you you have to like press a button and another button to do something. You're like, I don't know what what I'm supposed to press. Right. Um, then you have to go through a tutorial. Yeah. It's it sucks. Yeah. Cause, uh, um. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I I mean, I'm specific. Some people can uh, spend a lot of time on the games, and even they don't have. They can leave and then come back and be perfectly fine. But for me, I feel like like games are like movies with stories and stuff like that. So if I'm watching a movie and then I want to pause it every like 10 minutes and get up and walk away and come back like an hour later, finish another 20 minutes and then put it down for two days and come back and try to fit like that's going to by the time the movie's done, I'm not going to have the same experience you had watching it in one whole go. Yeah, and that's the same thing with games. Like for me, Uncharted Four took me a couple of days, and I think Uncharted Two is is probably the best game ever created. I love playing Arch- Uncharted Two. I was blown away by Uncharted Two. That was the type of game where I'm sitting there at two in the morning. I have work in a few hours, literally, and I'm sitting there like pumped as shit for the last like couple like levels. Man, I'm like in this. I beat that game within a day, I think, because I couldn't put it down, and with uncharted 4 i was actually to the point in that game where i was just like what the hell like i like i i didn't score in my head it's not that far above uncharted 3 which was i guess like not which was a little lower than 2 but because in my mind i thought doing the same thing just like all you do is the same thing like you just climb this and that's all they do in the game is they make you climb stuff to get to things and get to places. And it's like, yeah, but you could have added something a little bit more special than just, oh, we got to get up there. So what are you going to do? Oh, we're going to climb this way. And it wasn't like they added really cool different uh, like climbing um, tricks or anything like that. And uh, like story-wise, I thought they had a good story going in the beginning. Did you ever play Uncharted 4, by the way? I have not. <laughs> okay, I won't spoil it then, which is good. But let's just say go like the story's going one way, but then they kind of say, "Oh, okay, we're gonna go this way now." Right with it. I like the original way they were going with it. Doesn't spoil anything. Um, but you should play Uncharted Four if you like Uncharted series. It's it's good. I enjoyed. Like I said, I, my my review is not as good as if I had one whole go at it like if the game was shorter like say the game was eight hours i would have had just as much fun as this with this game as i did with the second one because it was it would have been able to be in one sitting and get the whole experience in one sitting like a movie versus me having to get back into it remember what button does what how to grab and how to jump and blah 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 blah. and then you have to remember what the story was going and you're like you're getting into it after a whole day of like work and babies and all that stuff like you have to get back in the whole mindset of what this game's about and i'd rather be able to do that from the start to finish and these games don't allow you to do that or i should say a lot of games don't allow you to do that anymore because they want to be like oh 54 hours you know we want you to play our game for 
like we just want you to play our game as long as you can to get your money's worth but it's like all the games are going to be priced the same anyway they're not going to price a 70 dollars game because it's 54 hours because they're going to release an an eight hour game and still release it for seventy dollars or whatever it was whatever ps5 games are these days i think it varies i think returnal just came out and that's like 70 bucks yeah. and some of them are still 60 bucks but you know what's funny uh look at any um i've seen pictures online recently it's and uh look at any like retro i said i call it retro but anything from like the playstation era and um, Super Nintendo and stuff like that. Look in the magazines, like for KB Toys and like stores that they have. There's games that range from like forty bucks new to seventy bucks new, depending on how popular the game is. Believe it or not, and for like a game that's on cartridge, you're like seventy dollars. What the hell? And it's like, yeah, they actually were expensive back then. That's that's crazy. You would never think to remember that. But the games that are coming out now, and that was back in the day, you know, when there wasn't a a lot of voiceover. Well, I wouldn't say a lot of voiceover. PS1 probably had voiceover, a lot more voiceover, but like Super Nintendo didn't have any voiceover work, but they were still, you know, releasing games for that price. Nowadays, you have people with um, the capture, um, the uh, where they put the dots on them, like the capture yeah, yeah. technology, voiceovers, actual like high paid actors and actresses, and uh, scores like movie scores and concept art and like they have all these people they have to pay and they're still just releasing it for like the amount that we're paying for now is like is i mean consumer wise yeah it makes sense but at the same time you're just thinking of back in the 90s they were charging games like that prices like that i mean for games although now they have uh they have their whole dlc business that wasn't around back then so (laughs) you couldn't probably make you couldn't download anything it exactly. would just sell it again to you. Yeah, right. So, so now they they have, like, you can buy a, a different colored horse for two ninety nine, <laughs> and they can make a killing off that. So Design they're probably doing horse. fine. <laughs> they're probably doing fine with, uh, with, with, their, uh, with recouping their costs because of that. Because yeah. I know there's a lot of people that have gambling problems that do loot boxes and all that stuff. And... It's it's uh, it's a it's a problem. Could be <laughs> it's a problem. That's uh, yeah. I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah, I remember there was a whole thing about loot boxes in like uh, in Europe where they were like, classified as gambling or something at some in, in one in one country. Yeah, I so, think. Um, I think that's. Be. I think that's still going on. I think they. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know. It's some lawsuits or something are going out. I don't know. I stopped following yeah. that. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm not into loot boxes. I don't care. So I'm no, not going to worry see, about it. See, the problem, my problem is that I uh, is that I do have an issue with things that are kind of like gambling. <laughs> so it's difficult for me. Like if like I, when I was into Overwatch, I was very, I, I, I bought a couple loot boxes uh, so I could get like skins and stuff. And it, it could have gone bad if I didn't like pull back, you know, because <laughs> I, I have a problem with getting obsessed with something and then making bad decisions yeah but jonah you uh, have that off switch you just proved that that off switch clicked on and you're like oh no it's I got true you. but i it's it, it clicked on after a while but like i i've spent i spent like over 100 bucks on loot boxes in overwatch and then you know i've spent and every time i so so what happens with me sometimes is that i go through phases 
of, be, of finding something and, and then I, I get obsessed with this thing. Yep. Like I remember when Gears of War 3 came out, I got really into Gears of War. Uh, really into it. I was like looking up everything on Gears of War. I was I, I entered a contest to win a life-size like Gears of War guy. I think, what was, what's his name? Phoenix or, or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was it was it was and I bought like the Gears of War special edition 360, and then like a couple months later I'm like I don't give a shit about the Gears of War. <laughs> <laughs> what this? this is not you just rip yeah. it to shreds and yeah. So so my obsessions down. go go like one of two ways is one one way. Oh now I'm not obsessed with it, but I still really like it. And I'm glad I have this thing. Or the other way, I really regret what I've done. I never want to see this again. I need to sell it ASAP. And uh, uh, that's more more often the case. That's what happens. So yeah, I, I, I've um, become better at impulse control, but uh, it's it's uh, <laughs> yeah, imp- it's been a it's been a problem. For I me. never I never was into. See, I have um, I don't know. I I find that I I connect with that, but I I promise I can I can kind of see the future because I don't like clutter. Um. Like that's that's my saving grace is I don't like hoarding stuff, mm-hmm. so I try to think of because I'm the same way. If I get into like comics, I'll get into something like like now I'm into comics and like drawing again and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I gotta get all of, like the pens, I gotta get all the brushes, I gotta get the drawing pads. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't, I don't have to get any of that stuff. Um, I was like, I have a tablet I can draw and like why like that has everything on it right right now. And I I spent like three hundred bucks on it like a couple of years ago. I was like. I don't need to buy anything else. And, um, but like for the video game stuff, cause like I said, I will get into buying video games. Like you're into collecting stuff, but what stops me is, um, like a, the price, but also I had to come up with an excuse. Like I'm not going to, if I'm not going to play them, like I have such a backlog. So let me try to play some before I buy new ones. And plus space was running out. And, uh, well, considering the fact that, I don't have the shelves up anymore. They're all all the games are under my bed. So yeah, I'm like uh, I don't have as much space as I used to have for it. So where would I put it? Like I don't want I couldn't I won't have room for it. And so that's that's the saving grace. And also like I was talking about the Dragon Ball manga um 3 and 1 from Amazon like I was ready to like drop 200 bucks on it. Which I'm glad, A, I didn't, but side note, I'm glad I didn't spend 200 bucks because I had to buy a $200 ladder this week. So that was, I guess, uh, my reward for not buying stuff I technically already have. Because I right. have the Dragon Ball manga and Dragon Ball Z, but they're, like I said, they're the different size books that don't line up perfectly, and I want that. So, <laughs> but because I have the manga, it's like, why? It's not adding any, any value to what I have or anything. It's nothing that I haven't seen yet, um, minus a few uncensored boobs or something here and there, because of the under, that's, they're uncut. That's the price that 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 pays for itself. I that's don't know why you didn't an, go for it. Uh, admission right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I uh, like I said, I had to buy a two hundred dollar ladder. So I'm like, oh good. So I spent two hundred dollars on something I needed, and not four hundred dollars on something this week. That uh, I already have half. I already have, and the other half I needed. So, but um, yeah, that's the thing. Like for me, I look at I can kind of tell my brain to kind of calm down a little bit. Like for instance, though, with Steam, they were having a great sale on like some retro games a couple years back. So I ended up buying like Tomb Raider one through three, um, 
whole bunch of like old PC game or not old, but well, I guess they are old, <laughs> old PC games. But there were also PS One games at one point. So I was buying a whole bunch of those. I bought all the Dooms, all the uh, Wolfenstein's and stuff like that. And uh, I, I mean, it wasn't a lot because they were really, um, really cheap. They're like a couple, like maybe four bucks each or something like that. Two dollars even. But by the time I was done, I had like forty dollars worth of these games. So I have a huge library of games. I literally played maybe five minutes on one of those games and never never played them but that's because there was unlimited storage in the uh, steam in your steam so i'm sitting there like oh man like what did i like there was no reason to buy all these like i was gonna i thought i was gonna be able to play them and review them but i was like i didn't have time for that plus other like newer games were coming out at the time so i want to play with that but um yeah i think through experience i i kind of learned to to kind of calm down a little bit with that but my problem is I want like for vlogging and stuff I wanted a really good camera a few years ago so I was trying to save up for a really good camera and for the the, the podcast I want to get three cameras eventually so we can have like different angles and stuff make it really cool production value instead of just a picture in picture um, but I was like looking at cameras like crazy and like in my like tech head I just want to be like I want I need like one of the better one of the better cameras I gotta get three so I can't get the best but I want to get the and then I just realized well if I get these cameras that are just good enough for what we're doing because we're not gonna we're not doing anything spectacular they don't need to be the best of the best I was like I can get three for let's just say there was like 900 bucks right mm-hmm. or I can get one camera for 900 bucks so it's like I can just spend 900 for three or I can go crazy and buy all this other stuff I don't need. Like, you oh, know, yeah, that's the option I would take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I think for me, though, experience and like lack of like for me, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a hoarder. So I think that stops me from going crazy because like I used to, like action figures again. I wanted to. When I was in, I think like a senior in high school, I started buying like all the Ninja Turtle uh, figures back, a bunch of like Dragon Ball figures and stuff. And I would actually like make a diorama of them, right? But then I moved and they were all in storage. So I'm like, oh, this sucked. I bought all, you know, all these, like I spent like 200 bucks on the Ninja Turtle thing at one point, or it was like whatever it was at the time. And then I re- that's when I really realized I was like, oh man, all it was doing was sitting in this box the whole time. I couldn't even display it. There was no room to do it. And then when I moved into my house, I'm like, I really don't have a spot for action figures. And you know, I was living alone at the time when I bought the house. And I'm like, I'm gonna have like a girl come over and be like, hey, check out my action figure set. But at the same time, I'm like, nah, you know what? That would have been cool. But I just didn't have any. I, I have, yeah, I would have been like, oh, well, that's what I'm into. You know, and I don't need no fake person. Or I don't need to be showing them that. But anyway, I didn't check have... Out, check out my football collection. Yeah, It right. is very cool. I'm actually a jock. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone. It's a secret. <laughs> but that was the thing. I just didn't have any room to put... So I tried to put them on my shelves, but I didn't have enough room. And then... Uh, so I, I kept them safe in this crate. And then we sold them on eBay. Just yeah. before we renovated my house. And that was thanks to you. But anyway... So through trial and error, I learned that to to kind of calm myself with that stuff. So 
My advice yes. to you, Jonah, is to just calm yourself with that stuff. <laughs> I've, I've already learned that I need to calm myself with that stuff. The problem is that it's very difficult to calm myself with that stuff in the moment. Uh, and uh, and I, th- I think right now the only problem I have is video games, which I know isn't isn't uh, uh, like a like a obsession in the moment because it's been a thing I've been do- I've been doing for like years. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> I, I I do need to calm myself with the video games. But like I know, I'm also pulled. Go ahead. I was gonna say I know you've had um, unlucky success with GameStop this round with the game with the games you were showing me. Yeah, actually. And- Oh, and then, yeah. like, another thing with that is I, I learned to be picky, too, with stuff like that. Because I remember, like, I, I would rather go to stores to find, like, physical physical copies that I know are good. Because I told you that story when I got the um, original Xbox and it came with Halo 1 and Halo 2. Well, I tried to play Halo 2 and I couldn't play it at all. Like, it was scratched and the guy showed me, but he gave it to me for free eventually. But at the same time, I was like... Like I need to see because if so, if I bought that from eBay or I bought that from GameStop and it came like that, like you gotta like, could you return it or would they just give you issues because it was used or they like as no, no, as is or something? No, so with pre-owned games, you have seven days after order to return a pre-owned game, and so I returned those games I showed you. <laughs> uh, there was no problem. Just uh, yell at everybody. Yeah, exactly. No, I just walked in like, hey, I want to return these games. You're like. Are they broken? I'm like, no, they just don't have a case or manual. Tell, <laughs> and, tell them uh, if they mess up, you're coming back as a telekinesis zombie. <laughs> telekinesis, exactly. It's your dream. So, yeah, he, he and, and then he's like, okay, uh, I don't have these here, so I can't offer you clean copies. I'm like, I don't, that's fine. Just give me my, my money back. And he gave me the money back. And I, and I wasn't rude, you know, just saying, I wasn't rude. Uh, it sounds rude right now, but I wasn't rude. I couldn't, I can't see you as a rude person unless like something really. Unless no, somebody if, really yeah. fucks up, then it's if like... Somebody, if somebody... If I feel animosity at me, if someone's being rude to me, then I'll be rude back. But I I, I don't... I want people to feel comfortable when they're talking to me. So right, I'm, yeah. I'm more often than not a very pleasant person. Yeah, that's... I, um, I feel like killing somebody with kindness is like the best, best route to go because especially someone from... I'm sure that works at GameStop that's probably doesn't want to work there. Or they wanted to work there at one point and realized, oh shit, this is just like any other retail store. Yeah. So I'm miserable, and, and now you're gonna come one, in and be miserable for something I didn't do, and now I gotta deal yeah, one with thing, that. <laughs> one thing I noticed with with uh, with my recent visit to GameStop was that they they really upped their like uh, they're they're asking a lot about signing up for their rewards program, which this they've always done, but this guy. He was crying to you. No, you no, don't he understand. Was, he, I gotta feed my family. Like, no, no. For for instance, the guy in front of me in line, he had his two kids, and he was buying something for them. And the guy's like, "You want to sign up for this rewards program?" No. Are you sure? It's only ten dollars. There's five dollars. It's like every time the guy said no, there was a new reason to come back. <laughs> and you know, I'm and I and uh, it was a, it was in my head. I was like, that's kind of annoying, but I'm not gonna like chastise the guy for doing it because i know he's getting a lot of pressure up top to oh, do that's, this yeah 100 it's not so, him it's it's literally that's why re, i mean re, that's why retail sucks it, plain and yeah. simple working at retail is horrible because you don't have control over any of the decisions that some person above you's making and uh and I you work, have to be there to take the flack when uh, exactly, the guy when exactly. the customer gets angry you, you, you're 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 pretty much left in the trenches taking grenades while the other top top men are just kind of counting their money 
Yeah. Or watching their stocks yeah. fall. It depends on what company. <laughs> Watch, yeah. While, while the CEO of GameStop just left with like a huge bonus because of the whole January GameStop stock thing. Guys, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, I, I, I did that. That was me. That's <laughs> so what I'm gonna I leave did. Now. I'm going to leave now. Yeah. I'm going to go out as a hero before, uh, in a couple months before I become the villain again. Yeah, that was that's crazy. But you know, uh, one thing, the reason I bought from the website, um, well, first of all, there was a GameStop online sale, which is like, uh, you can buy two pre-owned games, $14.99 and under, and get a third free or something like that. And I did that twice. Um, and some of them are fine and some of them were not fine. So I returned the not fine ones and I kept the fine ones. But the the thing is, I was I did go into the GameStop stores physically, the into the stores itself, but they've really rolled back their last, well, the previous last gen offerings like Wii 360 X uh, PS3. Yeah, though they used to have a whole like big shelf in the in in the store for them for the for those sections, and now that's been relegated to like one shelf. Each. I don't think and they're most accepting those, shelf- those anymore, though, right? I thought they uh, stopped accepting the PS3 games and Xbox yeah, for, 360 for trade-ins. Yeah, for trade-ins. Uh, well, when I when I checked my uh, my app for tra- for like a trade-in cost for something, it was like I think it was uh, they they had values for some of them, so maybe they do accept them still, but it's like very low, like two dollars for Devil May Cry HD Collection. Mm-hmm. Um. Which you can probably sell for five bucks, so it's not really that bad, <laughs> you know. Just just for an easy get rid of. Yeah. But it was it was disappointing because I remember back when I was buying 360 games two years ago, something like that. Uh, when I walked into GameStop, they had a ton of PS3 games that I was actually looking for now. That I just was like back then, I was like, that's a bit overpriced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now they're a little bit more overpriced. <laughs> they just keep going so, up. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know. Well, that's how it is. It's already two generations back. You yeah, know, PS4 crazy. is last gen, so it's crazy uh, to think about. Yeah, I remember yeah, seeing so. the PlayStation Three. Um, there were like demo shots of like what the graphics were gonna look like, and it was just like I was like, "Wow, this looks like real life almost." Like you, know, you can tell obviously it wasn't, but it was like really close. Yeah. And they used to have uh, they were gonna come out with the design where the the controllers look like the boomerangs. Oh yeah. yeah I remember, I remember that. that. So that's crazy that it's already been that long. Yeah. Oh, but, well. you know, act, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting back into the three, the PS three now. And, uh, uh, I have a, I have an SSD somewhere. I'm going to just plug it into my PS three. Yeah. And, uh, it's because my PS three right now is like 80 gig or something, 40 gig. I don't remember, but it's very small. I think the forty the forty gigs were the the norm. The eighty gigs were the ones that could play the PS2 games. Uh, well, no, the thing or the is sixty sixty gigs. I think was I forget. I, I'm not I sure, know. but mine mine is not backwards compatible. It's uh it's the after model, so it's not as valuable. But it's uh, I'm not gonna buy another one. I almost yeah. considered buying a Japanese one because they they have like a a nice white one. Which is like it looks like this ours that looks like the black one we have, but it's just white. Yeah, right. And I was like, that's yep. cool. <laughs> but see, you, you but, didn't, Jonah. That's that off button. See, it works. You're doing well. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, Good and also you. I think, I think a lot of a lot of it's like I could just 
I could buy this PS3 or I could buy more cryptocurrency. <laughs> so that because I'm also like doing that in my in my head. So. Yeah, I know. I, I again, we talked about cryptocurrency a couple episodes back, but it's just one of those things where it's like I want to get into. But I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, I don't know at the at the price. Like, I don't know. It's just hindsight 2020 in these situations, because what do you what do you I don't know. I haven't yeah, really, yeah. like, sat down to talk to anybody about it. I, all I see is online, like, everybody is just yeah. like, you got to do it. You got to do this. You got It's, uh, I just, I don't know. I've never... never been a gambler, though. That's my problem. I never really, yeah. I don't want to lose something I have. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a problem. I think that's what, that's, that's good for you, you know. You, uh, you've done a lot because you're not a gambler. And for me, I'm just like, hey, let's throw some money at this stuff and hope it works. Yeah. There's no strategy. I don't have a strategy. Right. <laughs> I'm not, hoping it works out. You and just it probably kinda, won't. You're kind of jumping <laughs> on the train, seeing where it's going. Yeah. And, and, I, and I started this back in January, so I did see some pretty good gains. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, this could all come crashing eventually. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I, I because you're in it, I, I hope it works best out for everybody, honestly. I mean, there's people that, again grabbed it when it was like whatever it was was point zero 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 something and now they're like they threw a couple grand in it and now it's like almost a million dollars or something ridiculous and you know that's yeah. that's incredible because i would love to make money like that and retire because <laughs> yeah, i have, exactly my problem is i have so many hobbies and stuff i'm interested in doing that i would never be bored with like i would just have one thing after the other so a lot of people are like, oh, if you if you ever won the lottery and quit work, like I would I would I couldn't quit work. I'd have to keep working. You know what would I do? And it's like, dude, I could, I have so many. Like if I had the money, I would put in my. Uh, I would just quit tomorrow. Like that's, <laughs> and it has nothing to do against my job. Like I like I said, my job is it's like it's there's like, so much you want to do exactly that you would never get bored. Yeah, like if I could live to five hundred, then yeah, I would have no problem doing my job and like, you know take it each 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 100 years I'll do something different but it's like you only have one life I always said you only have like this much time to to live and you only or whatever it is and you have this much time to do it in or something like that whatever it is yeah. it's just like there's not a lot of time to do what you want to do I, I whenever I, I I whenever I see a movie where it's like a an old old guy who's like retired uh he and he, I guess he used to be like a military guy or something I don't know and you see him bored watching TV. I'm just like, why don't you get a hobby? <laughs> you know, you don't yeah. have to just sit there watching TV well, and you retire. Yeah. I mean, retirement should be fun. That's like the same thing. Like I, I honestly living my my grandfather, who's uh, who's like in his 80s and he's you know retired and he, uh, you know, his legs don't have a lot of strength because that's all he did. Like, yeah. I mean, my grandmother was sick before she died, so he that's why he retired and was kind of like looking after her and stuff like that depression and all that stuff but it's just the idea is like i try to get him into something else other than watching tv in the news which he just you know swears at the tv all day that's not good for anybody and it's like hey you want me to bring you like some crossword puzzles video games like you want to get into that but he's like no i don't play that shit i don't want to do that shit i don't i hate puzzles i hate doing like he just hates everything he just wants to watch the news and he hates the news so it's like and he's seen every movie ever made and it's just like i don't know you got to, like, Man. there's, you know, when people say you got to plan for retirement financially, but you got to plan for retirement mentally as well. Like, you got to have things that you got to look forward to. Like, a lot of people go fishing. A lot of people, you know, 
if I was in a situation like, I don't know, I would probably learn to write books or something or read, you know, read more, get into something that like makes you want to smile every day. I would never watch the news. I never watch the news now. It's all full of neg. It's always been negativity for the, my whole life. They do it on yeah, purpose. It's, it's like it's like anything. It's like clickbait. That's what it is. They started clickbait with the because they got to get ratings. No, it's ex- exactly. They have a they have a certain storyline they want to tell you, and they and they mold what they're saying around that storyline. Yeah. So that's why you hear like the same storyline, the same news story, and then if you if if like one st- one station says it this way. Their side is the comes out on top in this in this story, and if the other guy says it this way, their side's on top, and the other guy's the loser. So it's the same thing, two different ways to look at it. Yeah. And their and their viewers are, are it's it's just it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's and you know growing up too because we live near New York City, so we get a lot of the news from there. But it was it's always like negative news. It's never like, oh, you know, all these positive things happen to like that's all it should be. But no, they'll, they'll focus on like this person murdered this person, this person shot this person, this but so it makes you like nervous about everybody, and then it's just like no. But there's so many good, there's so much good that actually happened that day that they're not even gonna focus on that. They're just gonna spread fear. So you go, and they always have that stupid catchphrase. It's like, <laughs> you know, as an exaggerated example, it's like, is the food you're eating now gonna kill you? Find out at eleven <laughs> if you're alive. <laughs> I slowly put down my mashed potatoes. I'm like, oh my god! I ate it all. <laughs> it's the carbs. <laughs> but yeah, that's what they do. They try to scare you to watch the, the news, and I don't know. It's all it's all bullshit. Bullshit, I should say. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So financially, um, yeah, if I could, I would I would quit and, you know, just do what I wanted to do because we have such Hell a short. Yeah time to do all the things you want to do in life and uh i'm just an ambitious person with that and uh, yeah like i said I, I i like the job that i have it's the only job that i think i could do outside of what my hobbies to be honest because it's outside working and stuff like that and at least i get fresh air but i would personally hobby wise like to do something else so but at the same time i said i'm not i'm not a gambler so i don't want to put the money i don't have well you know you obviously Put in what you could spare, but in my head, I can't spare anything. I want to be like, I need it. Right. I need it. So many yeah, things I mean, could we happen. Need to get those, we need to get 15 shipments of diaper crates. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, so, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, no, I hope it works out for you. Um, like yes, I said, that's I the thing though, because well. you, I hear good things and it's just, it's the only problem is I don't. I understand that, but I don't fully understand it because I don't fully understand, like, the marketplace repercussions of it. Like, you have silver and gold, which are always good, but then you have this Bitcoin and this what is it, Dodge or Dog? I, I don't know. I think it, I call it Dogecoin. Dogecoin. But, <laughs> but then you have. That. I've never really. I've it's, never heard somebody say it. I've only read it. <laughs> but, but like I was saying in a few podcasts before when we talked about this fully is it's basically just, <clears throat> excuse me. It's all about, um, getting people on board through hype. That's what I think of what these NFTs are, right? Is that what they are? The digital uh, artwork? Yeah. NFTs. NFTs. Like non-fungible I, tokens. Right. I feel like it's just a bunch of people hyping it up so more people get on board but what is the actual value of it and 
Well, you know, one thing I liked about an NFT story was, uh, you know, you know, that one, the one meme girl, the she's like a little girl looking away from like a fire. Yeah. And she's like smug. Yeah. She, that, that girl actually sold an NFT of that meme for like $400,000. So it's uh yeah. So it's a it's, it's uh, weird. It's a way for meme people to reclaim their uh, their identity, yeah. which got like taken over online as memes. Well, that's the thing is you and, make uh, one, send it out into the world, and then it just everyone steals it. <laughs> exactly. So I guess. But now is... somebody owns the the meme completely. That one guy has the original. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it works. How do you just that's make an how NFT? It works. I mean, it makes sense, <laughs> but at the same time, it's just. The problem is it's something I don't know if I want to get into. I definitely I it's like I don't really understand cryptocurrency, but I got into it anyway just yeah. like hey, maybe something'll happen and I'll Right. But and, that's the uh, thing in because in 10 years I'll have something. It makes sense, but at the same time it's like, oh, you can also make money by flipping houses. You know, but it's like do you really want to do it? Yeah. Well, I mean, this is more of a I set mean, it and forget it, but you know, you just have to monitor yeah. what you're doing and if you really want to get in like a day trader will know everything about everything but yeah. i'm just saying like for me it's like the same concept of like like flipping houses it's like yeah i could do that that's probably a great idea but it's like i just don't have the ambition to want to put the work into doing something like that and like for but i mean to put money into this is just like i don't know because if it tanks then it's like oh but that's an, like trying to bring this full circle that actually might make me that might set off a gambling thing in my head where I put the money in and all of a sudden it starts doing well. I'm going to start like putting like unnecessary funds and other things trying to see how that, you know, I might get addicted to it too. So I don't yeah. want to do that because then, then that gets, that gets people into trouble. And like that, that whole GameStop thing that happened. Um, did, did people make money on that? I thought I was reading where people, um, like some people lost a lot of money. Well, I guess it depends on how early you got in, but a lot of people made good money and then just like dropped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some people who I guess were just trying to ride the meme train, uh, get online clout, were like uh, just really wanted to keep holding it and they just lost it. Yeah. Uh, but if you bought it last year, I think no matter what, you would have you would have made money because it was like two dollars something last year, and I think it settled down pretty high still, like maybe between like 80, 80 bucks and a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I got really high at some point. So if, if you sold at that, when it got super high, good for you. Uh, unless Robin hood took, took you out. Yeah. That was, I, I heard yeah. some stories. I heard some stories about how Robin hood, uh, when they, when they sold it, like sold on margin or something, mm-hmm. which I don't know what that means, but it means <laughs> bad things. <laughs> You're like, it's sold on margin. Whatever that means. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but that's the thing. I don't so, fully understand it. I could obviously read into it. and Because I was trying to fo- follow some conversations online too. Where some people were asking what their portfolios and stuff like that. And I'm just reading through the comments like, okay, okay, okay. I get it. I understand. But it's like, you kind of have to fully commit to understanding. Because I, I wouldn't want to get into something I didn't understand. Like how it all works. And yeah, I did that. I don't know. I'm sure the people listening <laughs> now, if, if they're listening, they'd be like, oh, well, it's it's as simple as just putting money in and, you know, you know holding it. And then if you want to sell it, and sell then profit. it. And then profit. Exactly. 
and then yeah, hope, hope my, for the best. my thing is, my thing is, I could lose a couple, uh, a couple thousand now, or in ten years, maybe it'll be enough to to like make a pretty good purchase or something, you know, make a buy a house or something. Hopefully, right. I don't know. Well, it's it's I have, it's I, an investment. It's a hopeful investment, I guess. That's yeah. what you'll call it. Exactly. So. And and it's, it's a lot of some of my stuff like goes up and down and, but I, I I'm not worried about that because I I don't really plan on selling for a while, mm-hmm. like a long time. I'm I'm actually not even like trying to. I'm not a day trader either. I'm not like seeing if it goes up and selling, and then buying again mm-hmm. later when it goes down. Mm-hmm. I'm just holding it and seeing see what happens. Uh, but you know what? Well, the funny thing is, I understand very little about cryptocurrency. Uh, but my stocks are doing bad. Crypto's doing good. So well, there you go. I don't know. There's a there. There it is. I guess. Yeah. So you know that's that's my experience. Is my stocks not doing very good? So buy crypto. <laughs> there you go. Legally, that is not a recommendation. <laughs> I would I would never recommend anybody to uh, invest in anything because with whether stocks or cryptocurrency because I don't want to be responsible for them to lose any money. Right. Like I'd feel I'll feel I'll feel bad if something if I got some if if something I invested in uh, grew grew a lot of money and I didn't tell somebody about it. But I'd feel worse if I told somebody it tanked they lost a lot of money. So I would never, I'm never yeah. recommending. Anything I would always just, I would just tell them the risks. I think the worst thing you do is if like you, you ask people for money and then put, put it in and then lose it all. Cause I, I know uh, a few horror stories with that. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, that, that does not end well for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be uh, in charge of other people's money. <laughs> that's yeah. something that's. That's something that would uh, put a lot of stress on me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm very. I'm very. Like, if if I ever borrow money from, let's just say you, you gave me whatever it is. Like, I will as soon as I get that money back, I pay you right back, like right away. I hate. Yeah. My thing is pay people right away. I I hate. That's why most of my stuffs like auto pay because just pay it. I need it. Like I don't have. I want to say I won't have a credit card, but I never really use a credit card because I just want to pay it off and be done with it be done like i owe yeah. you here's the money we're done clean slate that way you have yours and i'm good to go hell yeah good to go so but anyway that's, that's one thing I, that's one thing i learned growing up is a lot of friendships can be uh, lost if money's involved like you, someone if your friend asked to borrow money you're like okay yeah fine and then eventually uh this this happened to me a couple times throughout high school as like a friend would, would borrow some money and then just like never give it back, and then I have to keep asking them. Hey, can I have money? Like, what money? There's no money. And, yeah, I, I and I guess they like hope that I don't, uh, that I either don't want to bring it up because it's awkward, or that I would forget, and they just like, oh yeah, sorry, I'll give it to you soon, and then it's just like they will keep putting it off, and then I'm just not their friend anymore. You know, you should have just started a rumor where uh, you have these men that break legs or kneecaps. Just like yeah, no, I, slowly put the fear in them. No, I was uh, I was a dweeb in high school. I don't think anybody was afraid of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was uh, I was pretty uh, pretty sh- pretty short and fat. <laughs> so so uh, you know. But you're Joe. Well, I guess I, you're the coolest yeah. kid I know. Yeah, well, coolest kid 
Not in high school, though. Not in <laughs> high school. In in high school, I was a, I wasn't I wasn't a loser, but I was a, a side character. I was the side character. <laughs> I guess character. you could say I was in the back yeah. panels of all the drawings. I wasn't bullied, but I was uh, hanging out at the lockers when somebody else was doing a main character thing. You know. Gotcha. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I was kind of. I mean, uh, I mean, I had some moments to shine. I was in a band that won the Battle of the Bands, and. Uh, Maybe oh made a few uh, movies that people liked, but other than that, didn't really. Uh, I kind of just I don't know. I was friends with everybody. Um, kind of just floated around, but I was I don't know. I was just nice. That was my thing. Yeah, I was quiet though. I really didn't. You know, I I observe more than than talk. I guess. So I was those type of type of people because you always had like the class clowns and stuff like that. If I went back to school now, or if I was in school now, like the brain I have now, I would probably just be like, I would, I'd be who I am now. Like I'd probably be the class clown and just like a, you know, smart ass and all that stuff. But in in a good way, not like a disrespectful way. But I was always the person that literally just in class, I was just sitting there drawing in my notebook. Like my notebook was just covered in drawings. I would never, I didn't really talk to anybody. Never got detentions because. People are like, oh, what are you, a goody-goody? I was like, no, I'm just, I just did not like school at all. And I didn't want to spend any more time there than I had to. So, like, getting a detention just meant you have more school to do. And I was like, no. So I never got <laughs> never got a, a detention, not because I didn't want to get in trouble, just because I didn't want to be there. Yeah. Because uh, school, uh... school teaches you no life lessons at all. They just teach you, at least they did back in, I graduated in 05, so... I'm just saying up until that point in high school, all they did was just teach you the stuff out of the books like they've done for the last however many hundreds of years instead of trying to teach you life skills and things about Bitcoin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or how to yeah. balance a paycheck or pay bills, taxes, filing taxes. If you want to start a business, you know, all that stuff. They don't teach you that. They save that for college. So you spend a bunch of money, unnecessary money on that. The closest thing you'll get to life skills is a is a woodworking class in high school. Yeah, and then or I guess they have a typing class also, but that's you know. Well, typing was good. Like I, you know, use that to this day, and um, what I was gonna say uh, they had a cooking class that I did in middle school, but it was stupid. It was like home ec, but they for some reason you like spent half of the period or the half of the semester. Like, uh, in sewing and then the other half in cooking, cooking's fine. You can learn how to cook. I think everybody needs to learn how to cook at least something, but sewing that was, uh, we made a pillow and I was like, I made a funny pillow, but I was, like it had a funny meme on it back in the day that before it was a meme. Um, but like, why, what, what does that do for anybody? Like the overall, um, general public doesn't need to know how to sell if not if you really needed to know how to sell like life and death situation or you were that youtube (laughs) yeah well now youtube back then pick up go to the library and pick up a book or just figure it out i mean if you're that desperate for clothes or something like that where you're in a you're in a bad situation i think you can make by with you know figuring it out (laughs) but anyway yeah, other than that, and like you said, woodworking, word, 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 wood shop class, um, that was cool. 
I made I, I made a DVD shelf in workshop class, so I was proud of that. I still have. Yeah, that, I don't actually. think. I don't think I I had uh, woodshop in high school, but I did do a robotics class. Oh yeah, I uh, did robotics in middle school, which was. It was kind of fun, but I mean, it's definitely. I mean, you, you learned how to use servos and stuff like that, but I'm sure the technology's way. The one that I'm thinking of is way um, outdated now. <laughs> yeah, I remember what we were, we were really just doing is like attaching motors to each other, and then just like making a snake. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was very basic stuff. But uh, I, I remember. I remember at one point we were just on the computer, and I was. Uh, I was like grouped up with a friend and he was just like on eBay buying video games. <laughs> so, uh, I was like, was Oh, that's king. fine. Oh yeah. I remember in class he bought, uh, he bought like a black label copy of final fantasy seven. Oh, and yeah. I was like, Oh, you're, you're spending $150 on a PS one game. What are you doing? <laughs> and, uh, he bought that and, uh, I'm pretty sure it's worth a lot more than that now. So Probably. good for him. But, but you I see, remember Jonah, he let me borrow it. That's what happened. Instead of paying attention to robotics class or whatever, you were paying attention to this man buying eBay stuff, and here you are today buying eBay stuff and video <laughs> games and not making robotics. Exactly. That's true. I, I'm i not working on any robots currently. I can't say what's going to happen tomorrow or then next week, but right now, no robot projects. But video games, yes. Uh, uh, also, I don't... I, I I think I I think I've moved away from eBay. They're uh, they're they're not great. The anymore. prices, right? Well, Got a little crazy. Well, the, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. Also, as a buyer, like there's no there's there's really not gonna find you're not gonna find any sales on eBay. If you're if you're gonna if you're looking for a specific thing, and you're like, oh, maybe they'll have a good good deal there. No, it's not gonna be yeah. there. Everyone's gonna every, everyone's gonna look for what the base price is on eBay, and they're gonna put put right. it there. Yeah, back in the day, so, you would actually be buying from, like, a person's just personal collection. Now, more or less, you're going to get an actual company, you know, with stock that's selling on eBay. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> uh, but uh, now there's other stuff, like, uh, I have, I've been using OfferUp, uh, Depop, and Mercari. Those are, like, apps and websites you can go on. Okay. It's kind of like the same thing, but mm -hmm. it's people list stuff they don't need. Yeah. And uh, they, their price is a lot more fair. Uh, I, I've got a couple PS3 games in a lot off of OfferUp, and that was pretty good. Um, I think it was like twenty bucks for like seven games or something, and they were they're pretty good games, like Infamous Collection. And, yeah. And I think, uh, fuck, I don't know. Fuck, it's a great game. <laughs> I, I saw I saw Infamous Collection. I'm like, oh, I got to get that because I think Infamous Collection by itself is twenty bucks on eBay. Yeah, uh, I'm and it sure. Was a clean copy, so so check out inf uh, not infamous. Check out OfferUp, Macari, or for all your buying <laughs> needs, <laughs> or or Depop, or also um, yeah, yeah, one of those three. They're they're all they're all pretty good. They're what about the are, Facebook are, Marketplace? Anything on there? I have been looking on there. I uh, what what I've seen on Facebook Marketplace, maybe it's just because it's around me. I try to make the distance as like far as possible, but uh, it hasn't been anything useful, and a lot of it's overpriced. Mm. Uh, like I've seen a couple PS3 lots that were had just a lot of sports games. It's like twenty-two games for two hundred dollars. Sports games and are I'm just, just coasters. Like, <laughs> yeah, ex exactly. I'm yeah. like, 
uh, like 22 games is a lot. $200 is a lot of money for a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and all those games are sports games plus I I guess uh plus like Uncharted Uncharted was in there, I think. <laughs> you get all the Maddens uh, and then Uncharted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Worth it. So, I'm I was like, you know, I don't think that's going to be good for me. So, <laughs> I just didn't do that. But, you know, sometimes there's a good deal. Uh, I just can't find it. So well, check check around you. <laughs> yeah. Check around your zip code, not me, not me. Yeah, that's uh that's the problem with stuff like I mean and you know, Craigslist might be good also, but you know, that's I've heard mixed stuff about it. Yeah, I don't know about Craigslist. <laughs> I uh yeah. I I I don't know, like you've had more experience on eBay, but I, when I bought games off eBay, I, I didn't have any issues. But I wasn't buying huge wholesale lots or lots. I was kind of buying I think I bought one just because I it gave you the list of games and the games were a lot like pretty decent. And uh, usually I would just buy sets or um, I mean this was going back um, over ten years now though, so prices were a little bit different back then. And you can actually get like trilogies for a decent amount of money now. It's like ridiculous. And uh, yeah, but. It's it's uh, a lot more people are uh, kind of know what they have, you know. The generations are getting smarter because they had like, say, ten or twenty years ago, you would find lots of, um, or just say it was something like Facebook or Craigslist. But people would just be finding things in their attic, trying to get rid of them. Now, people actually do their research on the things that they have, or they actually had them, knew what they are, and try to sell them for more than they're worth, just because like, oh, people look for this stuff now. So it gets a little hard that way to find decent deals on stuff. You kind of have to. Yeah. That's why. That's that's why. Like I don't know. It's hard because like during the generation, you want to just buy as many games as you can. Now I feel like just because eventually they're going to be worth a lot more. That's true. Yeah, I. Uh, and it's, the problem with me is with with the problem with this generation is there's so many PlayStation Four games. Yeah, that I, there's a lot. There's a lot of them, and I I don't know, and I want a lot more of them that I don't have. It's just that that'll add up. Well, <laughs> so, you know, you know, it's rough too. This generation, it, probably last generation too. But any game that becomes popular is gonna hold its value. But also games that like I keep bringing this guy up, uh, Metal Jesus Rocks, and his like and Game Sack stuff like that. But if you look at because they'll talk about retro games and even current games and previous generation games. But as soon as they announce a good game out of that, like say it's a hidden gen, it's no longer a hidden gem. Like the prices of that go up just because of the videos that get like 25K plus views. Um, that's the problem too. So you have like YouTube driving prices up and stuff like that just out of um, hype and, you know. So that's always fun. So you got that to compete with. So now it's, I exactly. guess, basically, like I said, the only advice is just buy as many games as you can during the current generation. Yeah. Go broke uh, and hope they can get your money back one day. One thing that I've also started doing is uh, if you don't mind not having the same region games, like I mainly collect North American games. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you look at games like Folklore and Yakuza Dead Souls, that are like a hundred dollars over here, and if you look at Japanese games, those are like nine dollars over there. Mm. And 
if you find the right stores that uh, sell these, you can avoid all these intense shipping fees and and markups. Like, uh, uh, I I I buy off of uh, if I if I'm importing something, I buy off of Zen Market or a different one. I forgot what it's called, but Zen Market usually it lets me access uh, Japanese stores, and they I, I submit it to Zen Market. They buy it with my funds, and then they ship it to me with with good fees but i also found like a, a shopify website uh that uh has japanese games that just ships it uh, and they were very cheap they're not even marked up at all but like the shipping i think cost like 30 bucks altogether. but it was like seven games mm-hmm. and i and i got yakuza dead souls uh which uh yakuza dead, dead souls uh asura's wrath Lollipop Chainsaw, all those games are like almost a hundred dollars and over here individually. Yeah. Altogether, those are fifteen bucks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, are they? Some, are they? They're all in Japanese with no subtitles and stuff. I assume. Uh, well, some of them have subtitles. Some of them have uh, English language options. Some of them don't. Uh, but you know, I guess in a game like Yakuza, you might want an English language option instead of just Japanese. Right. But other games like Lollipop Chainsaw, you don't really need. To know what's going on, you know, right. it's uh, it's it's like a it's a hack and slash beat 'em up. It's 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 uh, turn off your brain, and have fun. <laughs> but I also I also managed to get a very cheap copy of Chronicles of Mistara, which is like a Dungeons and Dragons game that was only physically printed in Japan, and it was it was twenty bucks on the website, unsealed. It was pre-owned. It was very clean. And it showed up, and it's very, and, and I'm pretty happy with it because in America, if you try to buy a copy imported, like in this condition, it'll probably be a hundred bucks, mm. or if it's sealed, it'll be like more than that. Yeah. Uh, so I was I was happy with that. Um, so I, I might collect more Japanese games just because it's more cost efficient. Even though I I, I greatly prefer North American games, I just it, that you know there's a difference you know with the spines. Oh, is there? Um, there's uh, a difference thinner? like the jet it's no no i mean it's the same size but english games have like their picture coming over to the side right and uh it's it'll, it'll all seem uniform as you're going going across but then you see a japanese game it's got a white spine with japanese lettering just white just plain white yes okay i know what you're saying now does um does the idea that it's probably gonna be hard like say you wanted to sell like turn it around make a profit do you think it'd be harder to sell a japanese game in the English marketplace, or I, well, uh, actually, uh, well, it wouldn't be hard to sell it, uh, especially if you can get it at a at a good price. Because in English, if you look up these games on eBay, you'll find them marked up quite a bit because mm. they're imported. Uh, you'll find Yakuza Dead Souls. It'll be cheaper than the English version because Yakuza Dead Souls North American is a uh, hundred dollars, a hundred and twenty fifty dollars between there, depending on the condition. Yeah. <clears throat> but Yakuza Dead Souls Japanese, you'll find it listed on eBay for thirty dollars <throat> plus like twenty dollars shipping, and that's fifty dollars altogether or something like that. Uh, so I could get it. I got it for five dollars, or uh, no, five hundred yen, no, nine hundred yen. I don't, I don't know how much that is, like eight bucks, um, something like that. I have no idea what the conversion is. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> and and like the shipping was like a bulk shipping with my whole order, so. I I could make a profit if I sell it for 30 bucks, you know, okay. and someone would probably buy it. Yeah. But, you know, 
I don't know. Some people prefer just North American games. And just a warning, even though PS3 is... Uh, region-free? Region, is, is region-free. It's not locked. You can play other region games on your PS3. Your DLC will not be compatible. So you, if you if you buy... Uh, so you can't really get DLC for a Japanese game on a North American store. You can make another account, though, right? Or no? Yeah, you can make a Japanese account. But, you know... <laughs> Try some people like having read the trophies Japanese <laughs> yeah well I you might be able to make a Japanese account and like English. have English yeah yeah uh, maybe I'm not sure probably that sounds about right because I mean you yeah. can change yeah if you can change the language why not I mean because you would exactly. be in America but if you speak Japanese or it's your primary language they would probably definitely yeah I'm pretty sure you can do that they're not oh, going to alienate what? you exactly <laughs> oh and also one thing uh the PS3 is inherently region free and every game in the PS3 is region free except for two games there are two games that specifically have region locking so Persona 4 Arena the first one and another one I don't remember but Persona 4 Arena if you're going to it's kind of expensive right now like 50 bucks english so if you're thinking about importing it don't <laughs> because you can't play it wow that's uh, interesting why is that uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and Persona 4 Arena Ultimax that came out is not region locked. So you can just play that and also has DLC for uh, for like the first game story mode or something that you can play it on Ultimax or just get that instead. Yeah. Although the problem is that one's also expensive. I think that one's even more expensive than than the reg- the first one. So you know that's how it goes (laughs) (laughs) it's just weird how like though there's only two games in the entire generation that are region locked and you don't know why they did that was that like part of a i don't know like a promotion or or, yeah promotion or something over there i I, they they, they wouldn't promote it (laughs) like that that's just you would find out if you try to play it it's just uh i I don't know why it's it's region even if you make much sense making a japanese account that it'll still well i think i think it needs to be a japanese playstation system has to be yeah it's interesting that's weird that's yeah. crazy you know i had um now there's no way to mod that is there a ps3 to do um japanese Dude. games like fully region lock it because i know back in the uh, day with playstation one they was, oh no no no, that, no yeah there you can you can unlock uh there's you can you can do like those ins- install those mod mod uh, chips oh, mod chips and stuff and make everything region free yeah I'm pretty sure that's the case. Because I, uh, I had to do that with um, the Dragon Ball games for PlayStation 1 that I got imported, which were awesome at the time. Yeah. But you had to... Uh, I had one, I didn't have one that was internal or any soldering. I just had one that plugged in the back. And then you put a spring in the top of the lid to make it seem like it's closed because you had to swap the discs out. Because you had a disc oh, that yeah. was like technically that... Uh, I guess made it helped with the i don't even know the modding or the mod chip or the made it region free or it made it seem like it was playing an american disc and then you swap it for the japanese disc so it kept playing it so yeah it was very interesting sometimes it works sometimes it didn't work yeah i i know that there's uh i i forget what it's called but a lot of people like modding the the playstation 3 so what that what you can do is you can put a physical disc in well this uh burn it onto your disc hard drive and then just take the disc out sell it <laughs> and then you have oh, the really? game on yeah that's what people use it for a lot so you can people put, also use it so if you had the funds and the resources you can actually 
buff up a couple PlayStation 3s full of games and then sell it as like this huge, crazy console. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and people with, probably do that without even doing like that. They just like download ROMs and emulators well, that and too. just stuff them all in your PS3. And you can probably find that on eBay a lot. Yeah. You know? I look at stuff. Uh, I look for stuff like that because that's, oh, that's another thing with, with like I was talking about. And this kind of goes back to like the hoard, the hoarding part or getting addicted is uh, like I bought a $200. Um, it wasn't a retro pie, but it's um, I think it's like a retro block or whatever it's called. Um, it's kind of this, it's just basically the same thing, and uh, it had like all these games on it, but it never it it was missing a game that I wanted, and it was um, it was missing uh, Castlevania Ronda Rondo of Blood because I had the PC engine, but it didn't have the PC CD games, which this was, and which was basically a Turbo Graphics CD in America, so it basically had like for everything from. Um, uh, Commodore 64 up to I would say was it uh, like Sega 32X or something like that that's what it all those generations but I was looking at like I wasn't just happy with like 2000 plus games I wanted like I wanted the next like big like computer stations where you can play PS1 2 uh, Dreamcast games, all the Xbox, original Xbox games. The I wanted the, because I wanted like all games that I have it. But yeah. my idea was too, to be able to play them, to try them, and then kind of look for them to buy them. Because I don't want to have to spend on games. Because there's games out there that are like 100 bucks, but they're not that good. Like for me, they wouldn't be that good or worth having. So I like to try the games. But I also like to play games I couldn't play because of that also like i don't want to buy a 300 dollars game because that's just crazy i'd rather just be able to play it you know right right so but that's the same thing like i had to stop myself because it's like dude this is nuts <laughs> but i i do eventually down the road want to look for something where i can do that because i'm looking at like gamecube emulation now and stuff like that but it's like ah because you know uh, i was uh i'd rather still collect for it though instead of like trying to it's just i like to play them in hd and have save states like I just my convenience is I want to sit down turn on one console and be able to like have all these games right there instead of having to get my GameCube plug it in buy a game for more than it's worth and then put yeah, it in yeah, and play definitely. it <laughs> yeah you know also the the one problem with uh with the PlayStation 3 store the online store the official one is that there's no more sales there so everything's like full price yeah. So if you want to find one of these expensive games on like uh, 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 that are on eBay, but you want to buy it digitally because you're like, hey, I'm not going to spend a hundred bucks on Persona Four Arena Ultimax. <laughs> you can go online. The only option for the web's online store is a seventy nine ninety nine bundle <laughs> that you have to, you have to buy that one or you can't buy the game. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem too. It's uh, crazy, and yeah. uh, it gets expensive for sure. Yeah. And you know, last week I mentioned that uh, if money wasn't an option, I would love to collect for the Sega Saturn. Yeah, well, that's uh, I was looking at too. Um, like every Saturn game. Saturn was one of the systems I never played. Dreamcast I did play, but I barely played it. But there's a few games I want to try check out for that. Um, but Dreamcast, I think a couple years ago, a lot of them were about 80 bucks for a Dreamcast. But the, but the games were expensive, and they sold the memory card for your controller. 
that was that the was BMU over, thing. Yeah, that was overpriced for what they wanted. So I didn't want to have to buy like three hundred bucks worth of stuff just to play like a game or two. And um, again, that's why I, emulation. I'm just get a big system with that. But yes, uh, it's exactly. just uh, yeah, it's uh, getting expensive with that. And, I I, uh, I looked up some Saturn stuff. I was just like, let's see how bad it is. And my God, it's bad. Well, Saturn, like, it's yeah. It's very bad. It's, yeah. Back in the it day, did, it was pretty close to PlayStation 1 prices for the games and the console. But it's like, now it's like ridiculous. It's, um, yeah. it's, a system like, I, it's a system I missed out on. But then again, this was back in the day when it's like, you're either getting a system for Christmas or your parents are buying it. And my parents were not going to buy Like, I had to beg for a PS4, or a PS4, a PS1. Um, and I didn't even think I was going to get it. And they surprised it for me for my birthday because I did so good on my report cards and I was doing a lot of extra stuff around the house. But that was the last system they ever bought. And, like, that was, like, pulling, like, major teeth. So, And that came with one game that I played for, like, most of the year because, you know, again. Was it Gex? <laughs> no, it was, uh, <laughs> what the hell was it? It was, like, um, it was a motorcycle racing game. Right, uh, Moto Racer. That's what it was called. Nice. So, um, it wasn't Jet Moto, which I wish I had instead, but it was Moto Racer. <laughs> and but I was in charge of my own funds back in the day, buying stuff. You know, my allow—I didn't even get an allowance. Like if that was the type of kid I or fit childhood I had. I, my allowance was basically I would take out the trash all week, right down to the road, and I had a long driveway, and. I would get like a quarter every week that I did it. If I forgot one night, I didn't get the quarter. So, like, I wasn't make like all birthday money. I would get money on my birthday basically, and that I would just save it for like all the years. And I finally, in fourth grade, I bought a TV from my room, which was awesome. And uh, so I was able to move my PlayStation up into my room, and that was cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, no, I'm just saying like going back to Saturn like and video games in general. There's a lot of systems I didn't have. Like I got PlayStation, my brother got N64. Uh I think he bought that. He did buy that. He he's Oh, I actually you know what? I pitched in with him on that. Um which was awesome. It was a fun experience N64. I got to say. I had a lot of fun with that. I remember when Yeah, he, that was my first console. N64. Yeah. Yeah. I had so much cuz I remember we got it and he got the Zelda uh, Ocarina of Time, and we literally just sat in the room all night playing that game and beat it. It was awesome. Then he got Smash Brothers and GoldenEye. Ah, such a fun couch co-op generation you know, right I, there. I don't think I ever bought a game for the N64. Uh, my cousins had an N64 and some games, and I think they just got bored of it. And they and we got uh, Super Smash Bros. 64. uh and Mario 64 mm-hmm. from them. And I also Harvest Moon 64. We got those three games and some racing game I never played, like F1 or something. Oh, okay. Um, I thought that was going to be and the, and, and, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but uh, I never played it, that racing game. But those two games I played the shit out of. Mm-hmm. Plus, we 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 had like a video rental store that, that, that had uh, video games you could rent. And that's what we also got whenever we... Uh, we stopped by. I think I, I rented Quest 64 at one point, Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> and I just got those games over and over again until uh, 
eventually we stopped. <laughs> yeah, I went down the shore, and in my grandmother's neighborhood, I guess uh, this other lady, um, her grandkids came up, and I guess we ended up making friends with them at the at the community pool. Anyway, they went to Blockbuster and they they rented a N64, and they had like a bunch of games that I've never played. They had Doom 64, which I thought was really cool, that I remember playing for a while. So I thought that was neat that you could go out and rent like a system for the week with the games. Because there was a blockbuster down there, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, no, the um, so N64 lasted up, up until, uh, I mean, geez, I had PS2. Oh, we both got PS2. That was kind of our surprise, um, <laughs> surprise Christmas gift because our parents were getting divorced. So that was like one of those like, hey... Hey, buckaroos, <laughs> everything's going to be okay. Should, that shouldn't be funny, but it's a little... It is funny. It's whatever. <laughs> so it was, uh, I mean, I was like, okay, cool. That's awesome. And um, yeah, eventually we got Xbox and 360, you know, when we bought, when we paid for it and stuff like that. So we missed out on... Like, because if we had a PlayStation, why would we want a Saturn? It was close enough. The games that we were playing on it, you could, were better on the PlayStation at the time. Dreamcast, you know, why would you, Dreamcast was expensive. Why would I pay for Dreamcast, you know, when you get a PS2 and stuff like that? It's just, it was that, that, like, I call those the in-betweens. Like, Saturn was the in-between. Game, or not GameCube, uh, Dreamcast was the in-between. And then it got to the point where I didn't want to get a GameCube because, you know, I didn't want to have to pay for it because um, I was still playing PS2 and, you know, I had a good collection for PS2 at the time. And then I had a friend that had GameCube, so that was cool. So it, it basically became like friends ended up having the systems you didn't have, but I never, like I said, one person, one of my friends had a Dreamcast, but I didn't get to play much on it. And um, no one had Saturn, so I never got to play Saturn. I remember, like, TurboGrafx-16, believe it or not, I never even, no one in my circle ever had that, so I never even knew that existed till way later down the road, that that was even a system at all. And, yes, I actually only learned about that because of YouTubers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah. right? And so, but Saturn, yeah, it's just one of those things. Because you know why? Um. The Saturn version of Dragon Ball Legends was actually sold in America, if I be, if I'm if I'm correct, and that's why I was like, oh, a Saturn, and um, yeah, I started looking into the Saturn, but I couldn't afford it at the time at all, and there was no way I was gonna get it, and I think uh, I think the the thing with Saturns is like right now, if you want to buy a Saturn, I think the consoles are pretty cheap, just the games are kind of crazy yeah and uh, with disc based games like you're having with the ps3 i mean the ps3 games are blu-rays like the saturn games are normal discs like audio cd quality so scratches on that like can ruin a game and yeah yeah so i would be very like very weird like i'm the type of person that buys that shit new like if you give me a used i'm not trusting oh, you i'm not tr- don't talk don't try to buy Saturn games new. I've seen those prices. They're insane. Well, I would say like like new. Used like new, you know? Right, right. I'm the type of person that needs the manual. Everything's got to be intact. Well, yeah. If you're trying to sell me a game 
and it's used and you're like, ah, it just comes in the jewel case and uh, good luck. It's like, no, no, nope, I'm not even going to bother with you. Yeah, it needs to be complete in box for me. Complete in box and clean. Exactly. Especially with Saturn because you can't just get a new jewel case easily for a Saturn jewel case. Those Those are unique. Yeah, like, I, I, maybe, maybe there's a company that makes them, but they're like they're like um, well, they're almost no, they're 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 longer. But I was gonna say they're kind of like Genesis cartridges, but like they're yeah, they're they're long boxes. Yeah, they're, they're not like CD cases, right? And, and I think for a while the the uh, the PlayStation tried using long boxes. Also, a couple of them have those. Yeah, that's true. But they they sw- they switched off because it, it's a. Uh, it was more expensive to manufacture them than use just jewel cases you can use for CDs. Yeah, they can just buy a whole bunch of like I don't know Celine Dion CDs and throw them out. And, yeah, and just just buy Celine Dion in bulk and just switch them for uh for some some games. We're just kidding. I love C- C- what's her name C- Celine Dion. <laughs> she made Selena me Gomez? tear up in the Titanic video. Oh yes, me too. <laughs> I, I did also. Um, but. Honestly, one of the reasons I I'm so enamored <laughs> with Saturn is because the box looks really cool, <laughs> you know. Oh well, yeah. Uh, well, they, they, they have, have a lot of they have a lot cool of cool exclusive. Japanese games. I hear. Yes, they're very yeah, expensive they, though. Yeah, like uh, like Ray Earth is one of the more expensive one. Uh, it's one. It's like a one of the Japanese games. I think brand new was like three thousand dollars or oh, something. Gosh, yeah, yeah. Good condition, maybe you can get it a thousand. And you I just know, want honestly, half the CD. How much is that? <laughs> and honestly, it's hard to find one of those the big games, not, uh, uh, not graded. You know, you know how comic books are graded, right? Uh, CGC ten or something. CGC yeah. nine point eight. Yeah. Uh, these games, a lot of them are graded, and you know, you're like, oh yeah, they're perfect condition, guaranteed. Yeah, they're also ten times more expensive. I know. I, I don't, and also I prefer them not to be graded because I want them to look good on my shelf. Yeah, not gonna look good on my shelf unless I like want to display them on top or something. Yeah, I just um, want a complete inbox. But again, that's that's nitpicking. That's I think that's another reason why I I, I kind of slow down on the 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 game collecting hunting because I'm I am that psychopath. that's like I like I was talking about. I I don't know if I did it on uh, the podcast before, but I was talking to you like personally like. Me, I became like a Sega Genesis um, uh, connoisseur. Yeah, basically, but like a um, very picky one. I don't want the soft boxes. I want the hard cases because I have them all. Like they fit perfectly on the shelf and they look so nice. But I don't like they have to be in good condition. I want it. But the problem with that is I don't look for the cartridges. Like I was always looking for the Hyperstone Heist, to dra- uh, the Ninja Turtle game, because I love that cover. Mm-hmm. It just looks awesome. It's almost the same game as Turtles in Time, but um, it just I just like that cover. And um, same thing with like anything Genesis is uh, like the um, Castlevania Bloodlines. Um, they're so expensive, complete though. But I need it. I need it. Yeah. I can't do just I, the cartridge. It, it means nothing to me if you just give me the you, cartridge. <clears throat> when while I was looking for some of those some of these PS3 games that I'm looking for, like Folklore. I saw a copy of Folklore without the manual for like, I think $75, which is on the cheap end. But I'm just like, no, <laughs> it doesn't have the manual. I don't yeah. want it. I mean, could you even find the manual by itself? That's another yes, question. Yes, there, there is one listing for a manual by itself for $40. Mm. So if you want to buy those two listings, that's, 
that's more than a hundred dollars. So right. just buy the complete. You yeah, know? <laughs> sure. But at, it's at this point, I'm just I, <clears throat> I don't, I don't have the game Japanese either. But I don't care. You know, <laughs> I wanted folklore, but I'm not going to spend more money on games that are worth too much. Right. For what they should be worth. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the problem because you have people that do some research. They'll look into like. Well, some people just plain up throw it up and like, I want this for it because people want it or something like that. Like they don't know what they have, but they think they know what they have. And that, yeah. that's like the, op- like sometimes they'll do that with shitty games too, but they'll throw it up at like stupid ass prices. And well, it's like, yeah, people, pe- people see how, uh, how these Pokemon cards have gone up in value or, or see like these, see like there's, there's stories about how Earthbound's NES games are expensive and they're like oh i have a game from like 10 years ago let's sell this for three thousand dollars right god i really wish i could buy some saturn games (laughs) yeah um i remember i I was like looking up a couple and i was like oh these are cool that's six hundred dollars that's nine hundred dollars that's one thousand dollars yeah it's nuts but uh, whatever actually i don't really care too much you know i i don't even really want to play them that's the problem with the Saturn, saturn ones i don't care about playing them except for like some of the JRPGs that aren't, I, that are not available outside of Saturn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, like, that's it. Like I, would, I would only want to play something that's for Saturn exclusively, and something that I would want to play. That's the only thing. Like that's what I would collect for because I'm not interested in something that's, you know, unique or just rare. Because I, I like I said, I just want to be able to play it and have fun with it. Um, yeah, and not go broke doing so. And uh, from what I saw, a lot of these Saturn games uh, that I that I was looking at, they seem to be only Saturn games. So, like, uh, God, I don't even remember a lot of the names. You gotta get Night Trap. May <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not- was that on Saturn? Was that a Saturn game? That was a Saturn game, right? Yeah, the Genesis. That was a Saturn game, and I think it was on the 32X as well. But I'm pretty sure it was on Saturn. Because that was the, yeah. because I had the um, full motion graphics, but so did the 32x. Now I'm confused. I don't know, but we're just gonna go with it. Go get Night Trap, even yeah. if it's on it or not. <laughs> I would. I have it. I so the thing is, if I have it on a current console, I'm not gonna get it for a past console. Like right. I have a I have a Uncharted games on the Uncharted collection on my PS4. Uh, I have Arkham collection, so I'm not gonna get PS3 Arkham. Right. Uh, except for Origins, that's not yeah. on. PS4. Well, that's my uh, same thinking too with collections in general. If there is a PS4 collection, I'd rather get that versus the PS3. Yeah, because uh, it's just so. So in in that in that regard, I actually do have Night Trap on the Switch. So oh, okay, <laughs> if there's no an need. opportunity to get <laughs> Night Trap uh, original complete in box uh, for cheap. Yeah, I'll go for it. It's rare. <laughs> but I don't care for it too much. It's rare, but I somehow got it for inbox complete and <laughs> original. Exactly. So uh, I have the Switch version. I have no intention to play it. I, that's See, that's one of the reasons I kind of regret buying Night Trap. Because I got I was like, oh my god, it's 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 a rare game on the, on the old console Saturn, I guess, or 32X. Mm-hmm. And it's getting re-released for the first time, and it's a limited game, and so I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care to play it. Nope. I just wanted to have yeah. it, but I, now now I have it. Right, so. it's a collector's item. That's what I look at it as. 
That's one but game yeah, that but... I wouldn't play just because I, I wouldn't open it. Just same exactly. same thing as the uh, Street Fighter Two collection. The uh, I don't even know what card I have. Still, I, I might even have one that glows in the dark. I don't know. I never opened it. Never will. Oh yeah, I remember you got that. Yeah, never will. That was that just was gonna uh... sit unopened and hopefully it'll collect the value. If not, well, yeah. then whatever. <laughs> exactly. It still looks nice on a shelf. You could you could sell it as a you you could like listen in the description might have special glow in the dark exactly. case or yeah. like a cartridge maybe unless they're all officially claimed for there's no way of knowing i exactly. might it's a 50/50 chance you know it's it's Schrodinger's Street Fighter 2 you know it's either is or is it that's right or it's both at the same time you know <laughs> the uh, um well, I was going to say, too, and I was thinking when you were talking about the Saturn real quick, I remember, um, like, uh, Neo Geo. That was another console that, Neo I ne- Geo's cool. that I would never even know about because the system was $600 maybe more. And the mm. games are extremely expensive because they're huge. It's like, it's, yeah. it's basically a portable arcade cabinet, um, the games. Yeah. And then they came out with the Pocket and stuff like that. But I remember the commercials for the Neo Geo Pocket, but... I had no idea what the hell it was at the time. And, uh, like, I hadn't, like, I didn't like the, um, because it had the, uh, like, Pocket Fighter game. And it just, like, it had, like, the, the characters with the big, they call them the chibis, but it's, like, the big head, small body type of thing. Right. And I'm like, why, why would I, why would people play these? Why would people play that? <laughs> but, again, emulation comes to, comes to the rescue with all that stuff so I can play it. Because I do enjoy uh, Metal Slug games. Which they're also been ported to the PS2, and I think they've been ported to like every console. Everything, yeah. I want to play <laughs> them all. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was another really cool. that was another thing that you wouldn't hear about until later in life because no one would ever have that console ever. Yeah, Neo Geo is one of those consoles that just like the Saturn, I really want to collect for. But back when they were new, they were extremely expensive. Like the cartridges were expensive, also, aren't they? I think they're still like, are. I mean, I, I haven't yeah, looked no, they're, in a they're, long time, but they're. You know, they're, they're rare and hard still... to get and they're expensive. So that's one thing that I probably would never, unfortunately, Exactly. Get. Yeah, like, I mean, back when they were new, the MSRP was like $200 <laughs> uh, because these were the actual arcade motherboards, like yes. in a cartridge. Yeah. Uh, it's nuts. So... It's crazy. It was a crazy idea, but I mean. Like, uh, and it was super top, cool. That's the top shelf console right there. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, they looked, the... they looked freaking awesome. So only the really rich kid in the in the in the school had it, and he was just like, hey, "You guys are playing NES. I have a Neo Geo." <laughs> and you're like, "Well, what? <laughs> It'll blow your mind if you ever saw that. If you ever compared yeah. what was out at the time to that, you'd be like, what? Yeah. So so once my crypto blows up and I'm a trillionaire, I'm gonna buy all the Neo Geo, and I'm gonna dedicate this song to dogecoin <laughs> you'll own the market jonah you'll buy all of everything yeah uh, like the the we- a week later you're like hey jonah why ha- why did you lose your house i spent everything on neo geo <laughs> <laughs> i spent it all on neo geo and Sega saturn i built the new house out of neo geo no. and saturn <laughs> I, I i built it out of the cardboard from the shipping boxes i got from neo geo Sega saturn games <laughs> I'd be like, Jonah, you made all the right decisions in life. <laughs> no regrets. Yeah. Live and die, a collector. That's right. <laughs> People come and go, but legends never die. <laughs> Except when they die. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're all made fools. 
Yeah, so nice. That's my. Uh... Oh, you know, I stopped by uh, Pandora's box this week. Oh, good. You did. How was that? Yeah. Not great. I mean, well, that's it was, uh... all right. Podcast is like over. it was a it was a it was a fine experience. <laughs> it's just uh, the gate the PS3 section very very uh, barren. Yeah, they didn't have much of anything I needed. They had some cool games that I either already had or I have ports on the PlayStation 4 already. So Gotcha. But I did see a couple Sega Saturn games behind the counter. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Probably they, 600 bucks each, something crazy. Something something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. that's another thing I, I, with looking at those stores. Again, like I was saying, the Dreamcast, um, you know, it's like, sure, it's, the system's 80 bucks, which is, you know, okay, but... Most the games that are worth your while are behind the counter, and those are the ones that are like hundred bucks or something like that plus, like yeah. easy. And then you get into the ones that are really sought after, and then they're like looking at three hundred dollars for some reason. So that again, I'm sure those Saturn games you're talking about were probably expensive, but yeah, I think well, I think uh, one of them was like the Mortal Kombat trilogy or something. Mortal Kombat. On, uh, th- on- oh, okay, just a trilogy. Okay. I think it was a trilogy. Uh, I, I don't remember how much it was. I don't see that one I being think that I look, expensive, though. To be no, I, th- I think I looked looked it up on eBay also, and it was like uh, three hundred bucks on eBay. So really, yeah. I don't know why. I have that one for PlayStation One. I don't understand why that would be so expensive. Sa- it's the Saturn tax. <laughs> it's the Saturn know. tax. That's what it is. Because because the PlayStation One copies that's that's how it works. Is if if something's popular, it's going to be cheap. You know, Uncharted is a great game, but it sold so much. You're going to find cheap copies everywhere. But a game like, you know, Mortal Kombat Trilogy on the Sega Saturn, which didn't sell very Supply well. Supply and demand. Exactly. Yeah. There's more copies of the Mortal Kombat on PS1 than there is on the Saturn. So I mean, maybe the Saturn cheap, version Saturn's could be expensive. better. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't know. I know because... I'm pretty sure... I don't I have no idea, some... actually. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just, like, saying stuff... <laughs> off the I'm cuff. Saying I have no idea if one's better than the other. <laughs> so, did basically, what did you, did you walk out with anything from Pandora's box? No, no, I did not. I almost did. I was like, maybe I should just buy something because I made the trip up. But uh, I was like, you know, I could just not and use the money on something that I actually do want, rather than just because I'm here. Yeah, that's the problem with because I like like I fully support everything about that store it's uh for those listening it's a retro store basically has all like toys from all the way from like the 70s probably all the way up like everything they have comic books board games action figures ninja turtle stuff uh ghost like original anything you think of original they they've have they've have or had they have mint on card action figures and it's really an awesome place it really is and but Having said that, I as well usually go in there. But if I have a, something set in mind, like, oh, I'm going to look for this or these games, and I don't see anything I like, you know, I I, I feel like wanting to buy something because I'm there because it's awesome. But at the same time, it's like, where am I going to put this thing? Like, I came for one thing, but they didn't have it. And I would, like, I'll wander to the comic books. So I was like, oh, okay, they have this. But it's like, ooh, you know, I could spend that much on this because it's cool. I'll just but but all it's gonna do is just sit on a shelf like it's like a collector's yeah. item, and it's like oh I'll look at the action figures, but it's like ah oh, what the hell am I gonna do with that? It's just gonna sit on the shelf again. It's like ah uh, I could you know it's like then you're like you said you're like oh let me just 
I could probably find a game somewhere else that I was looking for, or whatever you're looking for. So it's like, all right, I'll go, I'll go elsewhere. It's it's sad. Like yeah. I don't want to do that to them because I I want to be they're a patron to them because they're really like it's a really cool store and they they do a lot of a lot of cool stuff. But unfortunately, I feel you. I feel you on that. No, it's like I'm gonna keep coming back to the store when it, so to see if they restock or anything. But uh, I'm not gonna like I I don't have the I'm not I don't want to buy something that I don't need or want just because I like a store and I do like the store a lot. So I do want to support them, but you know, if I don't need something, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. Well, exactly. You know, my money, my, my, my money, if I'm going to waste it on something, I'm going to waste it on something I want. That's it. Like a gears of <laughs> war know? action figures. God damn it. <laughs> custom and gears of custom war <laughs> consoles and a giant Phoenix um, or Felix Phoenix Felix. I don't I have no idea. It's, I I was into it for like half a day. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like a month. That game. It was, it was a contest. It was a contest for a life size, uh, a life size. That guy, Marcus Phoenix. Marcus Phoenix. Marcus Phoenix. Yeah. So yeah. We know what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> it's been a sec, but I. Yeah, know. And I, I I think it was like you could use your GameStop points to like enter into a contest, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that was just so they could trick you into using your points so you don't get discounts. So uh, I got tr- I got tricked there was into using no all my points on this contest. Ever. I don't, I've never heard of anyone winning the statue. That's it. You so never hear. There could be. GameStop's uh, scummy enough to try it. <laughs> so That'd be funny if you I won it, but then try trading it all in for something. I wonder how much they'd give you for it. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh, yeah, I can do $7.50. $7.50. Seven, seven bucks fifty, or you can do a straight trade-in for this uh, pre-owned, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yoshi's <Yeah>. cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi's goddamn cookie. That was. I played that game so much. When I got my Game Boy Color, I think that was the pack-in game. Oh no, it was like a multi-cart, and Yoshi's Cookie was one of the games on the cart, and that was the game I played the most. Yeah, <laughs> on the cart. That was the joke. Um, Jonah had this one game, and he played it forever, and he played the hell out of it, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember that he. That's about Yoshi's Cookie, because that's all he had to play for a long time. Yeah, because I remember I wanted Pokemon. Because everyone wants Pokemon. Yoshi is like, like a Pokemon. Dad, yeah, dad, my dad's uh, my dad got me Game Boy Color and gave me this game, and I'm just like, fuck. He's like, why would <laughs> I pay this? this much money for this game when there's a dinosaur in this too, and it's so much cheaper? He's probably gonna want to play this one instead. But, but to be fair, that uh, I really like Yoshi's Cookie. <laughs> you oh, know? There you go. It got. Now here's the thing: it's the only game I had to play. You know, I don't remember if this was before or after the N64. The first game you um, platinumed. <laughs> exactly. But I really liked Yoshi's Cookie. I just really preferred Pokemon. <laughs> there you go. Of course. So I bet I never bought Pokemon. Uh, I think I got it from my cousins. Everything I got was like a hand-me-down from my cousins. Yeah, my cousin got um, that from us. <laughs> I still remember right. this oh, day. Are you my are you my cousin? That was I think me. So. <laughs> I remember uh, ninety nine. Back in the Pokemon craze, trying to go to Toys R Us, finding any box set that was still available, hoping to find something worthwhile. And I think they were like 10 bucks at the time, a box or something like that. Maybe more. But uh, my grandmother was like, we're only going to buy one. I was like, okay. But I remember just trying to find one was hard. Like, I remember they have them stacked up in the front of the store in like the little 
cases or the crates or the hell. Mm-hmm. It was like a basket, basically. And uh, people were just going insane for that. And here we are. Uh, how many years later? 20 years later. 20, 22 years later. Well, ain't that some shit? <laughs> That's some shit. <laughs> so. They probably had uh, Yoshi's Cookie in that crate. Probably. That was your grand prize if yeah. you got to the bottom <laughs> and lived. But um, yeah. anyway, Jonah, I think uh, I think we'll wrap this up. We're running on the two-hour mark for all these folks out there. But these folks just want to hear us talk more about games. Games and <laughs> yeah. games and games. That's that's how that's every every time we talk about something, it just devolves into talking about games. Well, that's good. You have good <laughs> game talk, and it's something that you're currently yeah. pursuing and involved with. So I'm all for it. Yeah. But your homework for this week, Jonah, is to finish the Har- no! Harley Quinn. No, no homework. And finish Invincible. Because oh, we yeah. got to no, talk I'll, that. I'll I'll do Invincible and Harley Quinn. Yeah. You know, I, you know, after I started watching Invincible, I tried to look up the compendiums for uh, Invincible. I'm like, let me get that. Let me get that. But I didn't. I okay, didn't. Th- I didn't get go. it. Yeah. I stopped myself. Well, that's a- because, you know, it- you know what happened was uh, I'm going to I want to stop after this. But, but uh, uh, when Avatar, the last airbender came to Netflix like last year, okay. uh, I got back into it. And then I bought all the compendiums for the, the comics. Um, it was on sale and stuff for. But still, was that, did that come? It was, did that show come first, or did the comics come first, or the manga? No, the the com- or whatever it is. The show came. The sh- the show came first, and then the comics continue the show. So oh. it's like the storyline like finishes stuff that are in the show that didn't, didn't get they, finished. Wasn't like, there uh, the female character Cora? Is that a, is that her name? Yeah, she yeah, has her own Korra. show, right? Yes. Now is that take place yeah, that, before or after? After. So in in Legend of Korra. Uh, you can see some of the main characters in in Avatar are old now. Like Zuko's old. His daughter is the Fire Lord. Um, so he. That's not a spoiler. Yeah, I, 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 I liked the show from what I said. I was never fully into it. Like I watched a little bit of it. I think I watched. I remember watching that, that live action movie when it came. Oh God! I don't. saw the. Uh, I think our buddy Carmine. Rent or one of his brothers rented it, so they were watching it one night, and I I just happened to catch it. But um, I I, I remember watching a little bit of the show. I liked I liked what I saw, but I never got into it into it. I think Dragon Ball was still into it. part of my life, so I just so I just watched you know, Dragon Av- Ball. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you never finished Avatar, the the animated show, you should definitely finish it because it's the best thing in the world. The Ava- no, the Avatar I- show, like, is it that good? Yeah. I- it's it's very good. It's very good, and the comics are continuations of some of the stories. And if you want, I can let you borrow them if you finish the show, um, because they're very good. You know, uh, there's a lot of real issues that are in the show that uh, that's not that doesn't seem preachy at all. It's just you know it's how it is. <laughs> this and, is the uh, way they they have. This is the way, <laughs> and and they have like very intense stories that that really resonate with you uh avatar is is really is a really great show that really it, it connected with me when i was a kid and it still connected with me last year when i watched it again nice i just wish i didn't buy the comics oh, okay. <laughs> no because they're great they're great comics but they're also i think together they cost like 150 bucks mm. so 
and you know you can probably find them online on like on manga sites so <laughs> you get them for free yeah <clears throat> but you know i like to i like the binding and then the, it's fun reading books there you go but still it's it's just uh shouldn't have done it <laughs> well there you go jonah we come back okay. to the thing okay that's my jonah uh should not have done that's that's my uh, prelude to the ending of this podcast. Tell him, Jonah. <laughs> Tell him, Jonah podcast. <laughs> so, alrighty, cool. Yeah, I'll have, maybe I'll check that out. I don't know how long is it, by the way. How many seasons or how many episodes? There's three. There's three seasons. I think there's like ten, eleven episodes per season. I don't remember exactly. So, it so, might vary so it paces itself well. It's not like you have all this filler nonsense. Yeah, though there's everything, everything, every episode's good, and every episode like matters. All right. Uh, There's there's some episodes that are more silly than others, but everything. I don't mind silly. I just uh, like like I go back to trying to watch Naruto. Naruto. I always say Naruto. Naruto. I just can't. Like I try, and I have nothing against the show at all, but it's like there's so much filler in there, and I I heard like just. People are always like, "Now nah, you got to read the manga because there's no filler. Obviously, no filler because it's the truth, true form of it. But it's just like I keep getting to like the same uh, part where like the sand kid is introduced with his like the gorge on his back the, or whatever you the, call it. The gourd, yeah, the gourd. gourd. And uh, I get to like that part and I just never get past that part. And I, I think I tried three times since it's been on since it came out in DVD way back in early 2000 something um I actually owned the first see I think the big thing here I am ranting on something <laughs> but um the thing with Naruto was I got the first two box sets on DVD when they first came out which were freaking expensive at the time it was like 30 it was almost 40 bucks each for like it was only like 20 episodes or something like that but anyway um, maybe less. <laughs> so anyway, I thought my brother and I were going to be able to bond watching this like we did with Dragon Ball, right? I thought it could be like the next Dragon Ball show. But so I think we watched like the first episode together. And then uh, I don't know what happened or something, whatever. I was gone for a week or whatever it was. I don't know. But. What I found out was he was watching them without me. And he, like, got, like, 50 episodes in or something. Like, he got... I think he watched the whole series at one point. Because he was watching them on YouTube. And, like, there was no way for me to catch up or for me to, like, do it. Because if I watched it, I was just going to try to watch it to binge watch to get catch up. And I was just like, all right. I I guess guess we're not doing that. So... But uh, I th- you were my brother, Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you betrayed me. I thought I had to, I had the high ground. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I remember those the days of watching uh, anime on YouTube, and and it was like in three parts, and yeah. uh, sub and like sometimes you would find like you could click next, and it was like the the Portuguese subtitles instead. And you're like, dang. Well, it. yeah, it was always <laughs> you had to like hack the search engine because you had to like come up with like. Like, you couldn't say, like, for instance, Naruto Season 2, Episode 1. You'd have to be, like, N-A-R-S-1, uh, 
E2 or something. Like, you had to put, like, yeah. that. You couldn't just, like, type it all out because they, w- they would never have that like that. So, and then I used to do that with Dragon Ball. And then, yeah, with Naruto, I was trying to. Um, like I said, I tried to catch up, but I just I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. And it would have been something different, I think, if I was watching it with him because we would probably just be like, oh, cool, what comes next, whatever. Um, but I never got through it. And then last, uh, was it last year? I think, uh, no, not last year, 2000, because it was before the kids, 2019 in December, I got sick with like a stomach bug or something like that. And then like, as I was recuperating the days after the hell, um, <laughs> I, uh, was watching, I, cause it was on Netflix. So I started watching it again on Netflix, Netflix. And I swear I got to the same part with that kid with the gourd, the sand kid with the gourd. And I'm just like, I couldn't get past it. Like, I think I went back to work and then, like, things got busy. But it was just, I couldn't get back to it. So. Yeah, Gara sucks. <laughs> Who likes Gara? No, Gara's cool. Um, I don't I don't really like, you know, for, for me, I think, uh, I think I kind of got bored of a lot of the anime tropes that came up, that started after Naruto. You know, the, and I guess, I guess that's just the same with all, with all these, the shonen anime, you know, like Bleach, Naruto, you know, I guess one I piece. never watched Bleach. Bleach but, was always recommended by that uh, kid we knew, Kelvy, and I just never got yeah. into it. Like, I never even bothered looking, <laughs> to be honest. I, I liked Bleach, and you know, I still kind of like Bleach. Uh, it's just, I, it, after, after a bit, it just got very convoluted and it kept going. You know, it just it kept didn't know going. It did yeah, and the, and the the same and it was the same formula, you know. It was like, okay, now he has to go into a place that has ten or thirteen or something very strong captains, and they have lieutenants for each captain. And then after that arc, oh, he has to go to another place that has ten very strong guys that are called something else, but they get stronger as the number goes down, just like the thirteen captains. And after this arc, oh, there's another group of 10 guys that are strong and they get stronger as their number goes down. I don't it's just the same thing over and over and then at the end of it uh it's it's just like the main character like starts gaining all these powers and he becomes like half like part everything in the show. Like he's part hollow. You know you're not going to understand these words. I'm not. But if you're a bleach <laughs> But if you're a Bleach fan, you'll understand he's part he's part Hollow, he's Shinigami, he's like a Quincy, he's a Visored. You call him a sh- he's everything. He's a shitty Gami. Yeah, like a yeah, shitty, yeah, de- a shitty Gami. A sh- no, he's a, he's a terrible a shinny, Gami. <laughs> he's a Shinigami. S H I N I. A shinny. It means like it means like Grim Reaper, Death God. That's cool. I'd have that name. Yeah, and uh, he becomes everything. Neat. Because of reasons, because that's what the shonen anime does is they just want to expand everything, make it more epic than the last season. That's what they do. But it got boring because they kept repeating it. So, yeah. well, that's the problem cool with anime, except for you, you, you Hakusho, because it knew exactly when Fuck. to end. You Hakusho was amazing. Like, like Dragon Ball <laughs> Z, technically, was supposed to end after the Freezer saga because that. Brings everything full circle, even Dragon Ball. Just boop, brings the circle. But because yeah. it was so popular, they couldn't. They, he, he kept having, having the bang stuff out. He lucked out with the fact that the story was decent, 
Um, some people are like, oh, by the boo saga, it, like, sucked. But, I mean, most fans yeah. say that. It's, yeah. Like, the whole thing is just fantastic, so. Um, yeah, that's one thing that uh, that I, I noticed is even if it was supposed to end at Frieza and they wanted him to keep going, the Cell Saga, Android Saga, and uh, the Majin Buu, that was all great. Yeah, it's all, I mean, <laughs> like, it's all like, creative, and they just... It, like, yeah. They really mess with Gohan and Buu Saga, but, you know, that's fine. <laughs> like, Buu's great character. Have you ever seen uh, <laughs> Super? <clears throat> with, with, yes, I have seen I Super. Know, but I'm just saying, with Gohan, they just completely... <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's just, I don't know. It's a whole different story. But anyway, Jonah, we're going to leave it at that so everyone can ponder on. You see, John, I'm not letting you go. We're staying until next week. <laughs> we're talking for a week. This is a week-long podcast. And that's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks for watching this episode and or listening. We are also are on YouTube if you are just listening to this audio. But if it's more convenient for you to listen to the audio while you're driving or sleeping or whatever you're doing, please continue to do so. Anyway, this please use us as asthma. ASMR. Oh, there you go. I was Please like, do. what the there hell? Asmar? <laughs> Asmar. I think it's pronounced as Asmar. Or do they just call it ASMR? Please do not become know. a shitty Gami. <laughs> Please be a good Gami. Yes, be a good Gami. Do it for shitty, your family. <laughs> anyway, till the next episode, stay awesome. Peace. Peace. That peaked.